What's good, podcast fam? It's your boy Jason Craig, aka the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead, and I'm here today with some special guests, Miss Courtney Lyric, Robbie Aber, and Adam Sampson, or aka the Swole Nerd. How y'all doing? I'm good, doing great. Good. Doing good. Well, yeah, I can't wait for a night because we got a lot of fun things. But before we start, guess what, y'all? We got an intro. So let me go ahead and hit that intro real quick. Raider. Welcome back, y'all. So tonight we got so we got a special night for y'all. Since since the the news since the movie cycle was slow this week, I decided to keep Top Gun for this week. And also, we're gonna go back and look at our favorite assholes in the boys and see what they up to. And also, our favorite homeless white man in Obi Wan Kenobi. See what he got up to episode three. Uh-huh. We got some trailers to talk about. Talk about some events that happened that's happened over the course of the past three weeks, and my thoughts on the climate of this country and two bitch ass people in office in in the state of Texas. But before then, let's just go ahead. We're gonna start with Top Gun. We're gonna first, we're gonna do the top the retro Top Gun review and <coughs> Top Gun Maverick. Now. To everybody that has seen Top Gun, you know, it's for it's for a certain crowd. For me, I tell people all the time, it, it wasn't for me. I don't know about for y'all, but Top Gun wasn't made for me. So, if y'all don't know about Top Gun, it is about Tom Cruise trying to go through flight school for whatever reason. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep it a bug with y'all. This 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 is a recruitment video for the the Navy. Like like this is just an hour forty minute long recruitment video for the Navy. <laughs> so uh, before I, I go on with some of my thoughts, anybody want have anything to add? It's actually not a recruitment story for the Navy. It is a story of their friendship like i think the theme is the relationship between goose and maverick mm-hmm. all right and with the ice man yeah <laughs> you know in the new one they made it seem like they were so buddy buddy they but really they really liked each other and they ne- and like they never got close even at the end they still weren't close so i would definitely say it's a buddy love story but mostly about Goose and Maverick's relationship. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, it's a lot of buddy love. All right, me and Adam got me and Adam got a lot of romance. A lot of romance. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely a, a, a an homage to bromances. I was told there would be just drag queens hanging from the ceiling. Just no, saying, hold on, no, oh God, yeah. you know what? no, <laughs> no. We this was a, this just like a lot of manly movies in the eighties. This is very homoerotic. This I heard very- like one line that if you have a little dirty Oh no, line, you don't gotta see lines. It is it is scenes. Man, every scene, motherfuckers greased up and oiled up. Everybody, every man in there just look wet. Pause. But still, every man 
every man in the movie just wet and greasy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> am, am I lying? Am I lying? No, them hoes was glistening like some hogs for real. But still. <laughs> I did not get game. I did not get that from this film. I got relationship between two friends. That's what I got from it. I don't know. So Yeah, man, you're right. You know, this is just as non-homoerotic as a He-Man, right? <laughs> <laughs> But maybe I, you know, maybe I was listening oh with God. a different set of ears. Like, I, you, you know, don't got listen. When, I, when you said butt life. nose, I was like, okay, maybe. And then you was like, that ain't even the gay stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. Well. When you get come out, hold up. When you come out with lines such as this one right here, I'm like, that that didn't even have to be there. Oh, do I got? Oh, I don't got it. Oh wait, hold on. But uh, while I'm pulling up, Adam, what are your thoughts on the movie, man? <laughs> Adam? Adam? Yeah, where is he? All uh, right, well, I guess we'll just go with Robbie. <laughs> it has been a while since I've seen the first uh, Top Gun, but I did, um, I do like the fact that, that, um, like, We'll talk about the second one later, but I thought it had a good soundtrack. I thought it had some, um, I thought it had some really nice, like, um, landscape scenery shots. That's why I really like. I like, I like a lot of, I'm a sucker for like beautiful cinematography. I thought that for a movie in the 80s, I thought like visually it was ahead of its time in terms of how it was shot, like how <clears throat> just how it was all put together. I, I always thought it, I mean, I, I did. <laughs> I will say this: When I first watched it, when I watched it for the very first time when I was younger, I wanted to actually be be in the Air Force at one point. I actually wanted to fly a jet. My dad's like, like, no, because you'll crash and blow up. <laughs> but like, Dang, way to encourage my dream, Dad. <laughs> but yeah. for, but uh, reason why I say this is a Navy recruit a, a Navy recruitment video is because the Navy was heavily involved in this production, and. Mm-hmm. They they wanted they wanted to use this movie to influence a lot of young men to join the navy, and a lot of young men after seeing the movie they did join the navy. Well, they so, did a better on. job than the um, what was it the village people? So hey, <laughs> well can, <laughs> but, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, yeah we can hear you now. But 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 uh, right, cool. but also, you say this is not very homoerotic. There is one scene where this man loved bringing up ass, and I'm gonna play it right now. This is just unnecessary. Right here. Two of your snot-nosed jockeys did a flyby on my tower and over 400 knots. I want somebody's butt. I want it now. I'm at it. Oh, oh. God damn it. That's twice. I want some butts. <laughs> what? <laughs> damn. I don't remember. Well. <laughs> I want mess right now. Give me some mess. Hey, uh. Okay, y'all can hear me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. But like, uh, yeah, man, but come on, man. I, I, that, that's being a little excessive with that one. I, I was thinking more of the whole, you know, volleyball greased up singing. Oh no! And, oh yeah, no. You know, singing gray balls of fire with each other. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> yeah you know, th- that's what I was thinking when you said, "Oh no, rock, that, no, boy, boy, <laughs> is, is that boy and um." Uh, but the whole wingman thing, boy, it, it is something that dialogue, awesome dialogue on this movie. Dialogue, this movie, cheesy as hell. This shit, really cheesy. Yo, you want to know what I found to be the worst thing about it? 
nobody showed all that much emotion when Goose died. Especially Tom Cruise. I remember like, saying, where is Andrew Garfield when you need him? Is I guess it was just during that phase of to toxic masculinity when men didn't cry, but they horribly tried to display that he was mourning his friend. I was like, how do you make a buddy love movie about this relationship? And then when the nigga died, you might as well have had your tire blown out. Like, sir, he is dead. Like, dead. Yeah, and even the admiral, what he even said to him was kind of like, damn, that was that was kind of harsh, man. You know, like just say, hey, yo, just move on to the next one. I'm like, yo, that's that's Pretty not much, cool. Yeah. I was like, what kind of I said, well, good pep talk there, uh <laughs> Admiral. Thanks for the encouragement. Even the girlfriend, <laughs> you know, she was like, everybody was just like pressuring him to move the fuck on. I was like, didn't he die yesterday? Uh <laughs> right. <laughs> <My goodness. laughs> But well, like I said, this, this movie it it was not it was not a strong movie to me. I I like to be honest. You would think that the scenes with the jets, you would actually I would actually be looking forward to those. I really wasn't looking every time they were in a jet fight. Like you know what, I'm just ready to see these greasy ass old these greasy ass men again because these scenes are not fun at all. And then speaking of, of the jets and stuff. Speaking of the speaking of the of the the farm, like the jet fighting, my main problem with the movie, I thought this whole movie was just about them, like you know in school whatnot. Then they throw a BS mission at the end of the movie where y'all could just left that out. They really could just left it out because that that last mission, I like. What was the point of this? Like, Agreed. because at least at least in the second movie, which we'll talk about after this one. There was a purpose for that fight. Yeah, it was in this movie. There was no purpose. It's like, oh, shit. like it's like the last day film. Like, hey, Tom, go ahead and put your baby oil on. We got one more scene to film. We got one more scene to well, film. Well, Jason, in, in all fairness, you have to realize something. Like after about Vietnam, there really weren't any air fights uh, between uh, countries anymore. You know what I mean? But, so. The only time you really ever have air fights nowadays is if somebody encroaches in the wrong territory now. What? And that's no. what they're trying to illustrate. No, because like I said, in this in the newer movie, you like there is a reason for the fight at the end. They actually make a reason. They just got too lazy and they were just too busy just having Tom Cruise and all these greasy ass man on screen that they forgot that oh shoot man we might need to have them on a mission because you well, cannot tell me they i mean because you cannot maverick still had his head in the game man but you but you gotta work that to the story because you can't tell me that that, that just came out of nowhere like oh yeah y'all got a mission it did it definitely did and um yeah, I, I, I with you the movie really could have ended after goose's death um, but like Adam said, it might not have been executed the best way possible, but they did have to fully arc out that story and show that he didn't, you know, like he said, they still had his head in the pilot game even after losing Goose. So yeah, throw in a little mission mission. It just could have it could have been like after seeing the newer movie, after seeing the new newer movie, they executed it a whole lot better with the mission. I also didn't like how at the end of the first one where Iceman and uh, Maverick became friends, Iceman kind of caused the accident. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... Yeah, uh, yeah he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... 
they even even in, in the um in the video um you know i watched how it should have ended they actually have a top gun how it should have ended and literally they show the ending of Iceman and maverick they look like they're about to uh you know make up right and then um i was just like hey maverick you you're not you're good and then like tom cruise just punches him and said you got my friend killed you dickhead <laughs> i mean that's really how it should have ended <laughs> <laughs> it was a little Disney ending between them, and I was like, "Y'all have been enemies this whole film. Well, enemies, y'all ain't been friends, and now y'all just buddy buddy." And then in the second movie, you could have sworn he gave the man a kidney, like they were just besties in the second movie. I'm like, "What?" Man, that's like I'm what a, thirty. That takes us like thirty five years yeah. later. So I'm gonna speak on. I'm gonna speak on. All right, it's thirty three years later. <laughs> I think it's thirty five, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna speak I, on that. I'm gonna speak on that because I because I have my reasons why I can accept that. But um, but yeah, uh speaking of a uh, speaking of Goose's death, I oh boy. <laughs> There's one part one part of his death. I ain't one laugh, but I like they ain't had to do that brother's body like that. They ain't oh, had to do that. Oh, uh, hold on, let oh me had him hanging. Yeah, they had to do that. I'm trying to see what you were expecting the body to be doing. A whole tech routine like he's dead. No, right? I'm sorry. That, well, I was y'all were right. It was 35 years. I'm sorry. I was laughing my ass up. Body just hanging like a goddamn lip ass dude. And it ended like a dead body. And it the fact that they stayed on it for so long. I like, I mean, y'all had to show for that long. We already seen him give himself a goddamn lobotomy. <laughs> Wow, thinking, giving himself a lobotomy that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did. well, okay, fine. The cockpit gave him the lobotomy, but still, but here, he got his head bust to the white meat. I was like, damn, but, but here's the scene right here. He just, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to get the jets, he just, what's the canopy? You up for this one, Maverick? Just a walk in the park, Kazansky. Contact, multiple bogeys, one, six, five, two miles. Looks like they're going away from us. Oh, I see him. Tally Hill, right two o'clock. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, oh, shit. 
not good. Shoot, we got a flame out, man. Engine one is out. Engine two is out. Goose, I'm losing control. I'm losing control. I can't. I can't control it. We won't recover. Shit. Come on up, man. We're out of control. This is not good. Mayday, Mayday. Mav's in trouble. He's in a flat spin. He's heading out to sea. Altitude, 8,000. 7,000. 6. We're at 6, Mav. Ah. Ah. Pit forward, Goose. I can't reach the ejection handle. Goose, you have to put this out. I can't reach the ejection handle. Eject! Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying! Eject, eject, eject! Uh, Watch the canopy! According to a lot of people, a lot of deaths like that happened too during training exercises because of malfunctions. But it didn't show the part. But they had that brother by just dangling and had him had that had that camera on him for a long ass time. And like, oh man, that's sad. Tom Cruise lost his best friend. But movie, I guess the movie said, "Fuck him. We don't we don't, we don't got time no more. We got we got to get back to these oily ass men." Cause nobody really cared <laughs> about this man. <laughs> I but, mean, his uh, wife cared a little bit, <laughs> somewhat. And then, man, oh my god, everybody talking about the Danger Zone song, but they played fucking "Take My Breath Away" more than they played Danger Zone. I counted seven <laughs> yeah, times did. in that movie. <laughs> seven times in that movie, they played "Take My Breath Away." Oh my god, man! But I like that song. I like, I like that song, bro. I like this song too. But after they kept playing it every single fucking scene, that is true. I think they had they right. played it really back to back scenes. Like when he's on the motorcycle yeah. and he says, "I can't hear you," and then it cuts to to the sex scene, and then they and then they play it immediately again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm surprised they didn't play "Take My Breath Away" when uh, Goose died. I'm I'm sorry, that's too soon. Too soon, it's been 35 years, but still. <laughs> wow. Man. <You're> like, <laughs> and then let's talk about uh, uh what's her name? Kelly McGinnis or McGillis? Who yeah, something uh, like who, that. Who plays his love, he played the love interest. I ain't gonna lie. I would but I would like so much stuff in this movie would not fly today. This man follows her in the in the women's bathroom, spitting game. Follows her in the women's bathroom. Got the whole group of men singing to her, embarrassing her. I'm like, wow, I, I didn't realize how dated this movie was. <laughs> Talking to her, hey, heavy, man. too. Hey, man, that's how you got to do it sometimes. I'm kidding. I've never done that. I must say, that's how you catch a, that's how you catch a charge. 
Right. I was about to say, man, you, you will definitely go to jail for some shit like that these days. Yeah. But yeah. And, and the second one, you definitely see the difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. This movie is very immature. I'm not going to lie. Like, after watching the second one, this movie is very, very immature. But what when it, you say immature, could you elaborate a little bit? Like, do you mean, <clears throat> sorry, do you mean like emotionally or as far as the story or just the behavior of the men? Like, the behavior of the men, the like the tone of the of the film itself. It this is a bro, this is a this is a bro movie. This is a, I agree. Definitely a man's yeah. man's film. Yeah. Oh, well, but Jason, you also have to remember though, in the original one, they were technically younger than the people in the in the new one. Like the new one, they had already been top gun candidates. So they're they're clearly older than the people from the original Top Gun. Yeah, but like also, I just even in the second Top Gun, I was like, man, this probably finna be the same immature shit. I when I went in the movie after seeing the first one, like, who boy, I hope it ain't immature like this movie. But goddamn, I mean, Hangman basic was basically Iceman. That's basically yeah. a poor man's Iceman. Well, uh, honestly, be- to me, he seemed more like an asshole version of Maverick. I mean, to be honest, if he being honest, mm-hmm. the the weakest part. Of this movie is is like um is the crew is is the other Top Gun candidates, <laughs> and they wrong y'all wrong for what y'all did to that brother calling him Sundown. His, why was his call sign Sundown? The only black man. Negroes <laughs> 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 <Yeah, laughs> get it right. <laughs> and what was his name? Jim Crow. Like man. man. <laughs> <laughs> And that was him from Walker, Texas Ranger. I was like, I know him from somewhere. And yeah, that was the, um, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah. They know they're wrong for that. They know they're wrong for that. (laughs) They probably, because like I said, it's a new day. A team probably researched and been like, that might not be the best choice, but is it a cool name? And can I see it being associated with piloting? Yeah, but I think at the time and just the you know the time we were living in, nobody was like that's going to be offensive to black people. And even if somebody did bring it up, nobody gave a shit. So it was the eighties. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they weren't you know as politically correct as we are now. Even then, like, like not I'm not even, I'm not just because the term is so like damn, just because he's black, it gotta be sundown. Like God damn, but but like oh, the the new one, his name was Payback. I thought, okay, that sounds cool. That was <laughs> yeah, that was nice. And by yeah, the that way, was awesome. that was my boy Lawrence off of Insecure. Jay Ellis, he looks like my cousin. <laughs> Jay Ellis, <laughs> but, he looks just like my cousin. <laughs> but uh, my close thoughts of the movie, like this movie, it was it was all right. It was all right. It's, it wasn't moving for me. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't my cup of tea. So I, if I had to give this movie right now, I give it. I give it store bought. I, I, I give it store bought. But um, but for some reason I give it store bought for one. That dialogue is bad. That dialogue is not that good. Yeah. You tagging yeah. my fry. <laughs> you tagging my fry. <laughs> like. When I heard that, I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> but but I will give it some credit. I will give it some credit because you know some of them, some of them quote unquote manly scenes, they would have me dying laughing. They would have me dying laughing. Like, I want to know how much baby oil and sweat was used on set. How much did it cost? 
<laughs> oh no! Well, they probably right. got a whole tr- probably back to truck a baby. Girl. Like, come on, go ahead, and bring that baby girl up in here. We gonna, we're gonna use we're gonna use all of it, all the baby Shit. oil. And maybe they had a uh, partnership with Johnson and Johnson. You know? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm sure they had someone on set whose job it was probably just to switch the man. I kid you not, they're probably well, they actually have people who do that kind of stuff. Yeah, they they have oil people. No, I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, I can just imagine just having a conversation, like having a conversation, like, hey, so what you did on Top Gun? I was over there greasing up Tom Cruise. That'd be a horrible but, job. But, <laughs> hey, I mean, hey man, anything hey, to get your foot in the door, right? <laughs> hey, pretty much. Boy, that was so, boy. That was that was so, boy. Your first, your first job on set. Hey, so, so what do I do today? Oh yeah, you just got grease up Tom Cruise. <laughs> Maybe that's easy, good money. <laughs> and like, make sure you get all of Tom Cruise, every single piece of Tom Cruise. But. <laughs> But for me, it's a it's a store ball for me. I go, Cordy, what, what what you get in this movie? Honestly, it's a cult classic, but I don't think I'm gonna say the wrong thing. It is a cult classic, but not for me. Um, it it was okay. The store, you know, it came on the '80s, so I kind of wanna go easy on it because of that but so did the color purple so did purple rain you know there were stories so did um what that Thelma and louise like <clears throat> that might have been the 90s i'm sorry but there were other stories that were coming out that had depth and emotion and a full character arc and a storyline even though it was the 80s so for me it kind of fell flat on the storyline i do like that they did the research and involved you you could tell that they knew what they were talking about. So I you know I didn't know until the credits that they had the real navy on set and stuff like that. But <clears throat> you can tell they took their time with the different aspects of the navy. So I can appreciate that. But it was just a, a buddy love film, you know, centered around pilot school. So to me, the main character didn't have the best, most fulfilling arc. Like I was telling Jason, you mean to tell me thirty five years later he's still immature? Like he's still fucking up. Like, <laughs> so uh, you know, I give it a um, store bought. Yeah. I know it's a cult classic, and I respect it for that. But I'm black. I ain't going through this shit. So <laughs> you know, but it was it was okay. I'm only gonna give it store bought. Like, like the movie was okay. I mean, I enjoyed watching it for the first time, and it has been a while since I've seen the first one. But I mean. I don't know, I, I, when I first saw it, I, I expected it to be like kind of more, more of an action film and not like, and not a whole drama, not a romance, but I respect it, but it's not like, it's not, I didn't think it was like revolutionary or anything like that. But I did like the, um, I did like the, uh, the aerial footage they caught of all the planes though. I thought that was pretty cool, but you know, I'll give it that. Well, well for me, just simply because uh, it was part of my childhood. I'm going to give it a very low buttery. You know what I mean? But uh, let's just say all those actors grew a lot as actors. 
You know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah, yeah, they their acting was pretty bad. And I also didn't like the fact that you could see the cameras on the jets so easily. Mm. Like, did anybody else notice that? It's been a while since I don't... I didn't notice, but probably if you look and you might see him in a reflection of the window or the mirror. Nah, nah, you don't see him on the reflection of the window. You actually see it mounted on the front of the plane. Damn. Well, yeah, like so that that uh, that was kind of bothersome, but again, like I said, it was part of my childhood or whatnot. So, and also I did like the soundtrack and uh, yeah, also, and, and I'm not gonna lie, another reason why I like it is because. I do date older women, and they have said the line, take me to bed or lose me forever to me. So you want to know what's the funniest thing? I didn't realize that shit came from Top Gun until I rewatched it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. Because I'm like, damn, you just said the hottest shit. And I'm like... Okay, then like another girl said it. I'm like, okay, and I just didn't freaking see a pattern. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, so that's where them chicks got that from. Yeah. At least it. At least okay. they it. At least they tell you they want some butts. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. God. No, no, that. No, I'm. I'm not into butt stuff. We we already discussed. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> last <time>. All right. <laughs> well, moving on to the sequel. <laughs> yeah, let me move on to this. Right. But like, yeah, man, like um uh, one thing I, I will give give this that like you know uh this movie I guess if you look at it through a retrospect like a, through a retrospective view, it kinda this movie kinda needed to be mature. Um immature, I mean. It it kind it, it kinda it kinda need to be immature because how we, we about to talk. Yeah, well, nah, it, it was even immature for its time because, like, the, all those men were immature, especially Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was, well, we're gonna talk about that, but uh, yeah, I this movie needed to be immature for uh, you know, because how this movie was was shot and made, but uh, hey, uh. I know uh, maybe y'all haven't seen it, but uh, I think they were kind of trying to play off Days of Thunder. I don't think I've ever seen Days. Days of Thunder. They were they acted pretty mature too, and it was a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, okay. Tom and Days of Thunder also had a badass soundtrack, by the way. Hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think. No, I don't think. Hey, man. It, but but you know what, Adam? It ain't no danger zone. I'm about to hard to make a soundtrack out of two songs, man. Mm. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Um, I didn't even realize uh, that Danger Zone was just something that Archer came up with. Like in the song when Archer kept saying Danger Zone, I was like, "Where is it? What are you talking about?" Oh, and then like I heard the song <laughs> for the first time. That's how I know about the song before I watched Top Gun. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why does it keep saying Danger Zone? I don't get it. And then that- I just know about reason why I know about well, one because of Top Gun and two because that crazy ass Kenny Loggins video. <laughs> I know about it because I'm old. Leave me alone. I wouldn't even <laughs> go to say nothing about that. <laughs> we mentioned nothing about your age. 
Hey, Courtney, you are two days younger than me. Leave me alone. I didn't even say shit. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm talking about nobody said nothing. My boy's angry. Just because you triggered over there, don't be pulling me into this. I'm not triggered. <laughs> you said, hey, I wasn't going to say nothing, but that's why I said it. <laughs> I won't remind my business. <laughs> okay, whatever. Oh my god! I think I will because I fucks with Kenny Long. It's like I like this is it. I like celebrate me home. I know he used to roll with uh, what's his name? He was in the Blue Eyes Soul. So I was kind of shocked when I saw that that song was by him because it's not his vibe at all. So, but I guess everybody, you know, I don't know. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe and maybe he'll uh, come back to Archer and start stealing plutonium again. Danger zone. Well, y'all. Um, well, we talked about the first one, you know, and now thirty-five years later, we got back with Tom Cruise. And uh, before we get that, got a little video for y'all. So, y'all, let's go ahead and talk about Top Gun Maverick. So, the premise of Top Gun Maverick is the same. You got these, got these group of people that are going to Top Gun school because they need A1 pilots. And Tom Cruise is still being a dick, basically. Yeah, he's a dick. He ain't learned shit. Ain't learned shit still. His character still- did not develop well. Matter of fact, he got more immature, if I, if you ask me. We're at, we're at entitlement at this point. Like, it's past immaturity at this point because the Iceman backs him up every time he fucks up. So why should he have to grow up? And the thing True. about this, man, and the thing about this, man, I could, I was like, okay, you know, he's immature. A lot of older men like that. But he's still captain, y'all. 35 years, he's still captain. Yeah, he's like an admiral at this point. <laughs> like... Like what I uh I watched movie, I like wait, did I hear that right? He's still captain. Now hey man, thing, maybe but, he like Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers. Hell, he was a colonel, that's all he got to. But still, still I mean he's an adrenaline junkie. I mean he's right, he drives a motorcycle in these movies. Yeah, I think like he said, he's where he belongs. I don't think he wants to elevate to like a desk job. I think he likes what he's he like, does. He, he embraces adventure. Like he, he likes, likes yeah. He likes matter of fact, like, uh, he, I got a good comparison. Uh you remember the Hulk movie with uh, Edward Norton? Yeah. yeah. The guy who became the abominations uh, stayed at his rank because he said he was a fighter. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. you know what I mean. So we yeah, have so seen yeah. stuff like that before. But the thing about Tom Cruise, like he like, I like where I met. Apparently. His apparently his superiors don't because boy, at the beginning of this movie, the whole time I was thinking, like, they gave this man one rule don't do a certain thing. I'm like, he he gonna break this shit, ain't he? He <laughs> broke that one, <laughs> and, and y'all almost way, killed how beautiful was that shot? Like, oh, yeah, man, he was in the air, but when the um, when the plane was falling, I'm like, yo, this looks like he's in outer space. <laughs> and the yeah. thing about this movie. I was going to, you know, uh, see them watch the movie illegal means, but 
This movie deserves to be seen in theaters. This, yes. this is a beautifully shot movie. Yeah, cinematography and lighting was definitely on point with this film. I will say that. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I bought uh, IMAX tickets, but I was glad that I did. Wait, how did you? <laughs> Wait, how did you oh, not? Man, mix you saw it in IMAX. Yeah, that I'm mm-hmm. glad that. Yeah, we yeah we did. Like I looked because at the beginning of at um if you have Cinemarks around. Their version of like IMAX or like you know Dolby Vision is Cinemark XD. And like I, I ain't never seen this commercial at the beginning of the movie. Oh, I bought this. Oh, I pay regular price for this. That's cool. But yeah, man, <laughs> this movie deserves to be seen at the highest quality. It it does, yeah, it it also does a really good job of um <clears throat> they do a really good job of actually capturing like the humor and like, the emotional moments in this film. But they are, they push in so much. Yeah. They capture those feelings for real. Yeah, but, even in the um, and we're doing we're doing spoilers or non spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. Spoilers. Okay. All right. Yeah. So like the scene when um when he's in uh when Jennifer Conley's uh um in the attic in the, in the room right and he jumps out and people were laughing like when they found when they found um her daughter and he's like and everyone was like when they were staring at each other everyone was laughing but then when she said. Just don't break her heart again. Everyone's like, "Oh, this this is serious." I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That scene, that scene. Me, Courtney were watching this scene because they threw his shirt out first, and yeah, I, but, so I, I thought it was something hurling towards the earth. Hell, I thought that was him. I ain't gonna lie. Like as soon as I saw that jacket, I thought that jacket was him. And other people did too. They was laughing too because I was like, "What the fuck?" And it just turned into a sketch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> But well, like, it would have kept also, up with the immaturity of the first movie if they would have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's I I think the reason why I like this a whole lot more than the first movie. This movie, I would like I would like Top Gun's parents. I was watching like, oh man, I'm proud of you. You really grew up. Cause yeah. this movie, this movie really <laughs> does. This movie is a more mature version of the first movie. But he's like, also like 53, though. I mean. It, no, it should be. <laughs> well, and, should. and like I and like I said too, the students are older in it. Like though, like them, Tom Cruise and them, they were in their twenties. They're all in their thirties in that group. Yeah, I agree. So you know, but what I mean? even, but even I just from seeing that first movie, I thought I was going to follow the trend of oh, this is just going to be another immature movie. But no, this was really it was well rounded. Really, it was more than just fighter jets and sweaty men. What's up, whoever is joining us? Thank you for being here. We appreciate you being here. Mm. But yeah, man, I that my favorite aspect of this film was just how mature that this, how mature this movie got. And you really don't have to see the first movie to get the gist of what happened in the first movie. Oh, I you, also you love. Know, you don't, but there's so many gems. I think I would have appreciated more. Especially that scene where him and uh Iceman, who according to Jason is sick in real life, which made it even more heart wrenching, but I didn't find yeah. this out till afterwards. That scene where he asked him who is the better pilot, I would have appreciated that more had I seen the first movie first. Because when they first kind of meet up in the first movie, he asked him that. So <coughs> I think to the, the fans of the original film, like diehard fans, there were so many gems. Uh, that were placed in this new film that they could appreciate. Of course, I couldn't because I hadn't seen it yet. But uh, I disagree because that I like I, I didn't hear uh, 
take me to bed or lose me forever. And I'm not going to well, lie. There's a reason why I we going to talk about hear, that. Take talk my about breath that. away. <laughs> I wanted to hear "Take My Breath Away," damn it! <laughs> like, I agree. That I agree. I was, with. I was really expecting it. I was pleasantly surprised when they played "Danger Zone" at the beginning of the movie, and the cold open was very similar. Was exactly like the cold open from the first one. It was you know, the aircraft and, carrier, and I thought yeah. that was great. But uh, the funny thing is, I was when I was sitting next to my brother in this um, in the theater uh, last night. He he said that he got really nervous when he saw that one of the writers was Aaron Kruger. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Oh boy, I ain't gonna lie. Danger that's zone. Another, that's another reason why I saw why I was scared about the movie because I saw Hola Kruger. Aaron. Oh hell no. Oh yeah. no. Oh no. But, but because Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie have a great relationship, because he actually wrote the film as well, because it wasn't just Kruger himself, it was like two other writers. And Christopher McQuarrie has a great relationship with Tom Cruise. He directs the, the Mission Impossible films. So Tom Cruise is, and Tom Cruise also produced it with Jerry Bruckheimer, who we talked so, about um, on another uh, uh, project that he did that he's about to come up with. We'll talk about that later. Uh, now, uh, I got a question for you, Robbie and um, Adam. Did Tom Cruise come out there with this psycho mom haircut? Thank you, y'all, seeing this film. He did. <laughs> okay, okay. I know who that was at first. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And when he said that in the theater, like, uh, like Pete, you see, the, I'm sorry, but the the audience in my theater, they were rude as hell. They were rude, rude as hell. I, I'm not gonna go on a rant about it, but they were rude. But basically, before the um, after he said that, you could just hear someone like, "Okay, Tom, let's go." Nobody <laughs> <laughs> got to be rude. They were interactive. I like it. No, no, not that. There was other stuff. Like someone was kicking the back of my seat. You had one walking, walking in and out of the theater, like, rushing past my my line of vision. I'm like, "Will you sit down?" That man Robert was sitting. That man Robert was sitting in the back of the seat. These motherfuckers don't stop. I'm about to send their ass to the danger zone. Damn. Like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Even like before the movie started, like you could just like you can hear um someone talk. I can hear someone talking in the corner, and then someone on the other side of the um, theater was like, Shh, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Danger zone. <laughs> but on a serious, but, but seriously though, I, 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 be honest with you, I really love this movie. I really love, I love, I love the vision. I love how I love how it looked visually. I love the um, I love the um, the realism that's the realism approach that Tom Cruise is taking with the planes because. It wasn't like CGI or anything. Like, they were actually flying the motherfuckers. Yeah. All explosions. I, mean, right? I appreciated that as well. Sometimes you yeah. got to go old school. Like, everything can't be computed because it takes yeah. it can take away from the story. So, and it just get it's it's kind of it can be a little boring, you know. And Cruz, Tom Cruise did say like months before he's even started, she was like, I want to use real jets. That's what he said he wanted to do. When I told Jason, he's like, Oh, hell no, that man crazy. Well, but yeah. that thing about Tom, that's one thing. A lot of people don't like Tom Cruise. I'm actually a fan of Tom Cruise, not a fan of his craziest Scientology beliefs. But I respect Tom Cruise because <laughs> when he goes into a role, he puts all he puts it all in. Like that's why yeah. I love Mission. I love I love the Mission Impossible movies. Well, up to Ghost. And they just Pro- keep getting Go- better. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Is um, I, I don't know about they keep getting better. Uh, I didn't like that no, one with Henry Cavill. You just don't like Henry Cavill. We, we've already established. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the Fallout, thing, I love Fallout. Like I think my yeah, favorite, I love The Witcher. The Witcher. My favorite, right. Mission, my favorite Mission Impossible movie was Ro- is a uh, Rogue Nation. I want to yeah, say but, yeah, mine too. Yeah, Rogue but Nation. The thing, 
the thing about Tom is he don't give you half-assed performances. No, he put he that I respect an actor that gives it his all every movie, even though the movie may not be good. I'm looking at you, the mummy, but he gives it his all, and I'll respect that. But I do want to stop the fuck out you for the mummy. That was some bullshit, and you know it, Tom. <laughs> he um he's a very good producer as well. Like he's um he really knows how to run a set. Like that thing about him like going off on all the crew about the COVID protocols. Permission Impossible, uh, Dead Reckoning, which we will talk about later. Um, like, honestly, I don't blame him for going off on everyone and cursing everyone out because they weren't, they weren't, you know, they weren't respecting the the, the safety, the COVID safety protocols. Like, he's trying to give people jobs, and you know, and the people who aren't taking it seriously were just wasting people's time. And mm-hmm. then they have to shut down production for like two weeks or something. Well, two months actually, I think. Damn. Yeah, so that's why he was ticked off, and people are like. People are like, Tom Cruise, has he lost his mind? No, he's trying to make a movie. He's trying to work. I was right. <laughs> I, I was right. I was right there with him too. Like, yeah, he he should have slapped everybody on that on that crew. He should have yeah, well. fired their ass and replaced them, baby. It's some young and hungry that would have been more than happy to yeah. slap that mask on and take their job. Now, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I've had a Tom Cruise moment at work because uh we can't what? have food in the mod <laughs> or whatnot. And so and I'm up there like, bro. Dog, do you know you can get all of us in trouble and we can't work for a couple of weeks just because your ass want to have some damn chips? It's not like you were just being a tattletale. I don't know if that's uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't tell on him. I just got. I just got on his ass about it. Damn, Man. because you know I'm, I'm kind of intimidating. Okay, well, grumpy. <laughs> we also love. What I really loved about the movie is that you actually got. I actually, I was at the edge of my seat when I saw, even though. I kind of figured he was gonna get the um he was gonna you know go through the extra go through the exercise the demonstration with the flying low flying at low altitude and going through the mountains. I was at the edge of my seat because I actually felt like I was in the plane with him, probably because obviously he was actually flying flying the plane with the camp the camera's point um the camera was on it. But like well, when he was the- moving around in the mountains, like that was actually probably my um favorite part. I'm like, damn. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the that's the thing about this movie that I love so much. They, um, I read up, I read up a lot about this movie. They made special cameras to go in the cockpit to to catch all of the film crew because everybody you see flying, they're actually in the air flying. It might not be to the certain extent we see them doing all the crazy ass maneuvers because they probably kill themselves. But (laughs) right, (laughs) but. Man, look, the if Tom big... Cruise would say, hey, Robbie, you want to go fly a, pl- fly a plane in this movie? Hell yeah. Give me a $2 million uh, waiver form. But, <laughs> but, but, but shoot, the, I'll do it. <laughs> the best parts about this movie, I would say, was it It, it was the, like, they, had, they, they did a real good job building suspense. Even though we know Tom Cruise, the main character, I was on the edge of my seat. The very good movie, like, oh shit, is he really gonna go past ten G's? Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, if, even even I, like, oh shit, man, my my boy Tom about to die. No, damn, well, he ain't gonna die. But I was still does. on the, but I was then on the edge of my seat because it was real tense scene. And even the very ending of the movie, that that whole. Um, dog fight scene. I love that scene. Oh man, that my, me was, too. That was, that was incredible. And the thing that is, was, like when when the plane was shot down, 
I was like, oh, please don't tell me that this movie's going to end this way. But the thing is, when I saw that the missile hit like the back of the plane and not the actual cockpit, I was like, nah, 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 nah. He, he ain't dead. He, did, he ain't dead. But I was like nervous. Like when the screen went black, I'm like, wait, are they really going to transition to him, you know, turn this to a funeral or whatever? I'm like, That's okay, what dude. I was thinking. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they did a good job of like just, it's like, like Jason said, like, you did like building suspense. But I also lo- love when, um, when Rooster, you know, my, by the way, Miles Teller did an awesome job as Rooster. Oh yeah, when he yeah, yeah, up, he but, did. Uh, yeah, Miles Teller great. I think I, to me, I think he's a little underrated in my. Minus opinion. the porno stash, I think he did great. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> hey, to had, be fair, man. I about it. To be fair, his daddy had it. Yeah, yeah. in nineteen eighty six, people still rocking that porn mustache to this day, man. Right, and Jason, not allowed Jason, near schools. In You're fact, right. Jason knows that I, sometimes I rock that occasionally when I do something silly. <laughs> man, man, dude, I'm like, boy, yo, for real, cut that cat. I'm like, boy, sometimes. Boy, 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 you won't cut that cat for long. Okay, like, they don't say you don't come in 500 feet of the Chuck E. Cheese. Keep wearing that mustache. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Cordy, I'm not gonna lie. If I ever cosplay Escanor, I'm gonna probably have a porn mustache. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to see. Like, let me see if uh, I have a picture of it somewhere. Lori yeah. pulling up the proof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, what the? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> he sells drugs for the cartel. <laughs> I was telling my I was telling my friend my um my homegirl that um I'm gonna do this for Halloween. <laughs> to I'm gonna do like this for Halloween and be and be a young blood priest. Boy, I ain't gonna uh, lie, boy. Robbie, you like you should be doing the bachata over in Colombia, man. That's what I'm saying. He's like he run drugs for the cartel in that picture. <laughs> but hey, Robbie will come with that mustache. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. I got I got no. I got oh, I'm, my hair, you, I'm gonna be having this beard for a while though. You know, but, I, but um but, but now yeah, okay. I'm gonna just say things I did not like about the movie. Just like the original Top Gun, like you know, other candidates, I really didn't really care for them like that. Probably like only three. There was too many of them for us to get close. I feel like if they could have cut the crew in half, especially with a two-hour movie, we could have got a better fit. But how many was it? Twelve? Like it was a lot of them motherfuckers. Like, well, yeah, yeah, like, but you didn't really. My bad. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, even, even in the first one, they, they, like, it's the same. It's 12. Like, it, it's just as many of them. It was too but, many then. <laughs> yeah, only like I'm saying, like, that's the only thing that, that it didn't improve upon is, like, I really didn't care for the cast. I care about Miles Teller because we're following him and – I'm going to say him and Mongoose. Him and uh, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can't, can't follow him because he did. But, uh, <clears throat> but we're following Maverick. And rooster, which I was like, that's stupid. But uh, he's trying to be like goose. Like they okay. Here's the, my only gripe with his constant homages to his father. He barely knew the nigga. Like he was two years old when he died. So I get it. But you wearing your stash like him. You want to be a pilot like him. You're mongoose. I mean, you're rooster. He's mongoose. No, he's, he's goose. Like, he's not he's, mongoose. He's just goose. Okay, well, sorry, goose. But I mean, I I could see if he really knew his dad, him, you know, wanting to follow in his footsteps. But sir, you couldn't even talk when he passed away. I'm just saying. I'm okay. just saying. Oh, but well, Courtney, I kind of disagree with that a little bit because one, goose didn't fly. Rooster did. Right. So if anything, he was probably trying to be more like Maverick than Goose. Hmm. In, in but, my mind. 
And also, I kind of like the whole dynamic with their names because a goose can fly, but a rooster can't. I thought that was pretty cool. And also, and also, they probably that was probably on purpose because we see early later on in the movie, my um uh, Miles um uh, rooster, he kind of a uh, he kind of pushes out for a second, about to get himself killed. Oh, like when he was in the when he was at uh at low altitude. And then, yeah. like, uh, yeah. he went full speed. And then, uh, J- and then payback, you know, JLS, aka Lawrence, he was like, dang, Rooster ain't not that fast. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I can't believe, like, I'm really, at first, I was like, I ain't gonna like this movie that much. But I, like, I was really loving this movie. Like, the plane scenes, unlike the first one, like, all right, get us out of these little ass planes. I was really enjoying these scenes because the way that they had it shot. It was like I was in the cockpit with everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Like they knew how to build suspense because even though if you don't know about G Force, you still like they still gave you enough to really to realize if they go past a certain amount, they're gonna get they're gonna pass the fuck out. And if when it happened to one yeah. person, I was like, God I damn it, why the black man, why the black man? Like, please don't kill the black man. Then like, oh, oh, okay, who would thank guy? Thank God. Were, His were, name was Coyote, were, by the way. Coyote. It was I. I got. I got. I forgot which one was Coyote and one was Fanboy. Uh, I couldn't remember. It was Fan, Fanboy, Fanboy, Coyote, Fanboy, Coyote Payback. Um, I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I thought Bob was gonna die. I oh, thought yeah. somebody was gonna get killed. <laughs> yeah. I thought Bob was gonna die. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie, boy. As soon as you said, "What's your call sign, uh, Bob?" I like now nah, your call sign finna be Tombstone because they finna put you on one. But yeah. <laughs> but, but uh that's another thing well it really didn't bother me too much but like like nobody died but then i thought about it if somebody died i really wouldn't have felt no way because we really didn't connect with a lot of these characters and i would say i agree um i felt like and i told jason this i felt like they held back a little bit because it was still good and we still had suspense, but I felt like there just should have been a death. I don't know who's at first I thought it was gonna be Matt, like you said, at that one scene where it went to black, I thought it was gonna be Maverick. It was so much plot armor. I mean, I'm here because I you know, we we both cheered when um when Hangman and I, I knew it was gonna be him to save the day, but when yeah. Hangman came out of nowhere, I ain't gonna lie, I was cheering. But it was so much plot armor. In real life, they would have been fucking toast. And just sometimes you got to let the story be what it's going to be. You know, I know we want to save all of our heroes. We don't want to lose. Even though we didn't care that much about the characters, we don't want to lose any of them because we like them a little bit. You know, but let, let somebody get capped. Go ahead and let those emotions well, go, you know? Well, what I will say is that um, even though we didn't get to know all the characters really all that well, the thing is, I really like what um, which which um, this is this is the segue to John Hamm's character, the Admiral, who was great in this movie, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, John Hamm was was amazing. I love the fact that um, he's having this conversation with Maverick in this scene. He's like, well, um, are we teaching? We had to teach these um these uh these pilots how to be how to uh, be prepared and you know, like to face uh, I, I don't know, remember how he said it. Basically, to um to take Die. all these yeah. basically all these take all these risks and then. And Maverick's like, yeah, but we also want to prepare for them to come home. We got to make sure that they're safe. We got to make sure that they come home. So I thought that was a very nice touch because you actually, I kind of actually felt that when they were doing the training exercises, when they, when especially when um Coyote almost died, 
you know it's like even though you didn't really care for them like like emotionally like personally with each character even because there was a there were a lot but but i just really like the fact that even though like even though we didn't know them you still kind of want you still kind of wanted them you know they're you know they're in the mil you know they're in the military we're all, we, right. you know i don't I, I have like you know my, both my grandfathers served in, served in the military you know and i'm sure like that um you know I wasn't really alive at the time, but I'm pretty sure like my family was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they're actually going to come home or not. You know, and I kind of felt that I felt like that I was kind of, I felt more emotionally connected to, to just the thought of them and their fa their families. Like when Tom Cruise says, says, um, why, why, um, why didn't you pull up? Well, I mean, they were going too slow, slow. Well, tell, tell that to their families. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I thought I, I, we did a really good yeah. job at that for, for characters that I didn't really get to like personally like connect with um as well so i thought that was handled properly yeah i will say that i want to say i didn't care about them, but i was like if, if someone would die like oh damn well more jets but um i will say just because somebody at first if this is any other movie i'd be mad saying like man they ain't kept nobody man but in this film i was cool with it because instead of death it gave me a lot of suspense and a lot of me wondering who is going to die and then when nobody yeah. died at first, I'm like man, that's some bullshit. But then I thought, like, you know what? I like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, 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 I'm cool with that. Because and they're then, a team, um, you know. Because in the yeah. military, you're, you're, you, you, you're, that's your, that's your family. You're fighting for each other. Yeah. You know, so that's right. that's part of the reason why. That's why you know, even though we didn't connect with all the other care, all the other pilots, like you know, with um connecting with um honestly connecting with Rooster was enough because not only with his connection with Maverick, but his connection to all the other pilots because i mean yeah. he's he's because it's like they said it's like if, if if they said when uh what's her name phoenix when she says we don't want hangman to lead us because we want we want you because we call him hangman because he literally hangs us out to dry and he's the one that came through like some of that writing the way they connected it was so that's why i was like at the end if somebody saves the day it has to be him so when it was him it still fucking yeah. like him but i was cheering because okay this is the most useful you've been the whole film, but um, I like. I mean, I'm not saying like I wish death on the crew. I just felt no, like, die, bitch. Back a little bit because they probably originally had somebody dying, and then just after doing rewrites, they're like, no, 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 no. But I feel like they held. I mean, they had Iceman die, but see, I didn't see that first film, so to the big fans, that may have hurt them because I don't know Iceman, but. Yeah, Val Kilmer well, like, you know. has some kind of uh he has a uh he has throat cancer, so he he, yeah. he can barely talk. And, yeah. and also one thing I do want to add one more thing about the crew, then I'll pass it to Adam. I I guess in a way it kind of had to be that way, like you couldn't really go through a lot because that crew was really there to to mature Maverick's character and have him grow up to like oh, oh. So like oh i really have to uh i really have to be to to grow up because if i don't grow up and i don't teach these teach these young men and women right they gonna fucking die because and it was like, his responsibility you are because right. because even while he was training them hit the whole time he was thinking god they suck god they suck god they yeah. not me but then he had to realize then he realized wait they're not me so let me try and let me try and teach them up before they, before they die, cause like I would say up like in the first movie, I didn't care about the volleyball scene because it was just there to 
for Johnson Johnson to get some promotion. But <laughs> I <laughs> but <laughs> That is my truth. It was like uh, the football scene, except the 80s. No, no, no. It was not. It was no, it was nothing like the football scene because they just put that there just to put that there. But in that football scene, they actually had a purpose for that scene. Mm -hmm. It was for them to Mm -hmm. be a team. And that first scene, they just did that like, hey, it's 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 big musty men playing playing um playing volleyball. But in this scene, there was a point to them playing football, and I was cool with it. Like yeah, I, thought I, it was, I thought it was handled perfectly. Yeah, no, like it was that, Yeah, yeah, and 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 also yeah. one thing I thought was funny as hell. John Hambay said, "Maverick, you an asshole. You you don't listen, but goddamn, you can fly the fly the jets." <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Like when um after um after Maverick uh goes to the test and successfully pulls off the like the practice uh, you know the. Uh, um, Not the trial run, hypersonic. Yeah, the trial run. I also I love yeah. how um he was. They were in the conference room. He's like Maverick. See, I have two options. Either I'm gonna have you dishonorably discharged permanently, and I'll never let you fly a plane again, or I can leave this mission. He's like, Sir, it'll be an honor. I think he's speaking rhetorically, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But what you gotta add, Adam? Well, I mean, there is one huge gripe that I had about the whole film. Uh, I did not like the fact that they didn't develop a love in, uh, interest for Rooster because they hinted at that shit between him and Phoenix, and then they just let that shit fall flat completely. Because like, you like over- they they clearly smashed or something. What I thought she was were gay. Were you, were you, now, are, are you serious? You you didn't yeah. see him? You didn't see her hit him with that damn pool stick at the beginning because she was pissed that he didn't uh, let her know that he had come back into town. I didn't get love vibes from them at all. What? You didn't get love what? vibes from that? Well, and I'm a love what? story girl. I love me a good love story. I don't think he needed one. It wasn't well, about I love agree. Love. I don't think he really it needed one. Yeah. Man. Man, I, yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. Man. And then I, it's, 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 I think it's a little like a little cliche these days, though. Yeah. You know, they have history and, you know, I mean, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Yeah, no problem. But, but you know, I don't think he really needed it in there. I'm pretty sure they close. probably. They probably um, um, uh, thought about about building a like a romance between Phoenix and Rooster, which is funny. And Phoenix then, and Rooster, they're both birds. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, yeah. And and then plus, I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise looking at that script like, hold on, wait a minute. Only person getting ass in this movie, me. I'm only getting ass in this movie. movie. See, that, 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 that's, that's also <laughs> fucked up. Because <laughs> hell, there was two love. There were two love stories in the first one. You know, nah. Goose with his girl. Well, he never had a wife. And then, <laughs> and then Tom, Tom, like, nah, man, this big Tom, fuck you, me. Only I get ass in this movie. What? I'm sure he was not like that. <laughs> what I what I also love about this film, they they have a perfect balance between like you know humor and stuff, and a per, they they do a good job of balancing humor with all the with um all the heavy stuff. Okay. Like even in the beginning, like when um when he was about to die in the and he like ca- uh, crashed like a billion dollar plane. Or however much it was, it was it was billion dollar plane, and he was like walking and hitchhiking, and then he shows up at the bar, and it, that's when it, and it transitions perfectly, and he, and he everyone's looking at him crazy. They're like, he's like, where am I? And the kid says, Earth. Yeah, Louisiana. I don't know where he's at, but <laughs> well, and this but is a, I ain't gonna... sub, 
well, this was something else, though, like uh, I kind of wanted to mention, like because uh, a few of y'all mentioned how Rooster was kind of butthurt about his dad dying or whatnot. I really don't think he was like it, it seemed like he only mentioned his dad as a jab at Maverick. He seemed more just pissed off about the whole Naval Academy thing. You know, yeah. I think you're right. Like, like, like that's he, uh, that's he what I was mad did about. not seem to have this huge connection with his dad in that yeah, film. To me. Too. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, I mean, uh, he mentioned them literally only to fuck with Maverick. Yeah, but I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Like at first, like man, they being too hard on Maverick. He said, "You crashed a, a billion dollar plane." I said, "Oh shit, never mind." Yeah, fire his ass right now for my billion dollars. And that's my money that you crashing, Tom. That's like, my money. He had privilege out the ass, which is probably part of the reason why that character took 35, yeah. 50 years to develop. You know what? Tom, that's why, <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, that's why I milk $5 an hour because Tom Cruise out here crashing billion dollar planes. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I will man. say this. My complaint after seeing the first movie and Jason and I discussed this is how they just left his love interest out. Did she die? Like, how are you just going to pop up with some hot 45-year-old chick and just disregard the woman who the whole movie all the take my breath away was about her that's why they didn't play their song because it would have hinted towards her and then we would have been like where the fuck she at okay well one if you watch the movie you would know that they kind of had to break up because she had taken a job in dc, in DC right but so therefore that, that kind of pushed her out of the whole love interest aura you know what I mean? So, so it it was open for a new love interest, and, then, and also, I really, man, I thought Jennifer Connelly looked hot as hell in that. I yeah, think Jen that was why they brought her in and put the old woman out. Oh yeah, because uh, Kelly McGillis, she looks terrible now. First of all, she looks like an average white woman her age. Hey, <laughs> Just because Tom Cruise is a vampire doesn't mean the average white person is. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> say this. Like bananas, man. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I didn't mind them bringing Jennifer Connelly as Penny because it wasn't random. They they um, alluded to Penny in the first film. They said her name one time. But it, but they still alluded. They still alluded to her. Like they still, he, she was still part of Maverick's life at one point in time. We might not have saw it, but she was in his life. So I didn't mind it that much. Now, like if it was just somebody random, like Tom Cruise wants some ass. It but, cold, though. Like it, it really wasn't though. That's hmm. you know what I mean. I mean, like, it worked, but I had at that point I had not seen the first movie. Had I seen you the first just movie, mad because they ain't bring her? Then you just mad because they ain't bring her back. What was I, I about mean, to say? If I had seen the first movie first and then saw that, I would have been like, "Where old girl at?" Because she was a big part of that movie. Man, Corbin, Corbin came back. Man, this is salty, y'all. Like, why? Because let's be real, he didn't bring her. He did not bring her back because she ain't no hot rocking fifty year old like he is. They still could have had a lunch, a conversation, a phone call, something. Well, Kelly, Kelly McGillis is quite a bit older than Tom Cruise. Like, is I, I want to really? say, I want to say she's almost seventy, or if not seventy. Yeah, really? no. Yeah, oh, like that. Like she, she's, she's up there in age. They didn't mind her age oh, in nineteen eighty-six. Wow. She's sixty-four. Yeah, like she, she's up there. And what is he like? 55, 56? But he's Tom Cruise. He runs away from from Father Time. I mean, he literally does. That's literally what he's known for, <laughs> running. 
I make a joke about that all the time. <laughs> even and the funny thing is, I didn't even notice that that was really um what he was known for in his movies until I watched an episode of Family Guy. Oh um, yeah, little Tom, Tom Cruise. Wait, Tom Cruise. Wait, Pete. Wait, not Pete Carroll. But <laughs> Peter Griffin was saying, uh, saying, man, this is just as random as like Tom Cruise when he runs in his movies, and he's like on set in an episode. And he says. He's, and then um they're like and action and then you hear his thoughts and it's like checking him out saying looking good Tom he's like get away from me you gay mind <laughs> what <laughs> I was like, like when I saw the when I saw Mission Impossible all the Mission Impossible movies and all the movies that he is like collateral where he's also running in that I'm like dang he really does run a lot of his movies no no nah, he wasn't really <laughs> running in collateral matter, yes matter he fact, oh yes he was no nah, i mean he he was more chasing people because he was a hitman collateral right <laughs> you still I mean, run when you chase. i mean he's the only person i know that runs in all of his movies is paul walker like he did a movie called running scared that could have been the title of every movie paul walker did but but he don't run as much as Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, even, yeah, even, even in Mission Impossible Fallout, when I was watching it, and then we were literally, I was literally watching like a two or three minutes of clip of just him running across London. I was sitting next to my dad, and I was like, "Well, this is what he's known for." And he just laughed and said, "Yep." Damn, he wants y'all to know he is in shape, baby. And Miss 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 Lady Ma'am was not, so she was not invited to this film. Well, <laughs> Tom Cruise is actually like five seven too. He's just really. Yeah. Whoa! And I ain't lie, he was looking good. He was looking good in this film. I'll give him that. But everybody isn't you. Like if they didn't do shit yeah. but just hug and talk, I think the fans would have liked that. But you're too you old. You would have liked that. Be... <laughs> you're too old. You're too fat. Let's bring in the next hot woman, please. You know. Hmm. But okay, now I'm gonna just say this. Like to be honest, nobody was checking. Nobody was checking for a penny. Nobody was checking for um whatever her name. I don't even know what her name was in the movie, but um nobody was checking for that. We people came to see Tom Cruise and Jets. I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wanted to see Meg Ryan. Even, but they killed her off. But at least they explained where she went. They let us know she was dead. At least they didn't say shit about old girl. Yeah, but um, I mean, if out of out of everybody that wasn't in this one that I wanted to see, it was Meg Ryan. Just because you just want some ass, but uh, <laughs> not because I want some ass. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, closing thoughts. This was a this was a surprise hit for me. To be honest, like this is one. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite films of the summer so far, and I wasn't even expecting that. I mean, this is a Top Gun movie. Well, Top Gun ain't gonna be no blockbuster. And Tom Cruise ran to my house and said, "Yeah, bitch, what, what now?" <laughs> he and Jerry Bruckheimer, both Jerry Bruckheimer, um, back in the '80s, was the biggest producer in Hollywood. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He came, out of, he came back out of retirement and he just said, "You know what? I don't like to sit around on the couch. Let me do a little something." And that, and now we'll see what he can do with Beyblade. Beyblade, what? the fuck. Yes, Jerry Bruckheimer <laughs> and Paramount are producing a Beyblade live action movie. No. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. I don't anyway. even like the anime. <laughs> anyway, Bang. if I had to give this a rating, this is gonna be this is gonna be high movie theater for me. Like I said, this is one of the most beautiful films I've seen shot in a while. Like this is shot beautifully. The sound, 
I like the sound design is amazing. Oh. Probably because I probably was spoiled because I because I saw this at in the highest quality. Dialogue it's still cheesy, but it's a whole lot better than the first. One. A whole lot, love. a whole yeah. lot better than the first one. Agree. I, lo- I even though I didn't even though I didn't really care for the characters like that, I still loved them more in the first mo- in the first film. And like since I, since I'm a, a sound geek. I really was impressed that they like even though because at first I thought that was Val Kilmer really talking, but that wasn't even him talking. That was that was an AI that they put that that was an AI that they used for his voice for his. Oh wow! We, yeah, so it sounded it, that, it was very convincing. I thought, wait, is he actually talking? Like, because that actually sounds. That's actually how Val Kilmer like actually talk, you know talks these days, like a little growling and everything. Dang. Yeah, yeah, like his throat. His, yeah, his throat's really messed up. Like it's really. Yeah. I hate to hear that. I really do, man. Yeah. man. You you but, know what kind of gets Jason, me though about stop, that? Stop. <laughs> you know what kind of gets me though about that throat cancer is fairly easy to to uh, find. I'm surprised that it got that bad. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. also, I, I maybe had some of the plastic surgery too. Because wow. I ain't gonna lie. When I when I no like. Courtney said at first, like that's a lot of But then I looked, but then I looked at like, you know what? That he had a lot of work done. Cause I yeah, and I, keep it, telling, and I keep telling people, you know, some sometimes like whenever I'm at the gym or whatever, woman's like, I want to get a BBL. I'm like, no, because you're gonna have long term health problems if you do that. Don't do it. I, will, <laughs> I thought he was the dude off of Cobra Kai. I kid you not. They are twins. Wow. Like no, no, no. He's throwing no, shots like, now. I felt bad about <laughs> nah, it. He, like he got cancer for real. I was like, oh shit, Lord forgive me. But he just off, like off of hindsight, he does look like the co- yeah, he does uh, a, little guy bit, a little bit. Man. I, I well, can see it. A little <laughs> shit. No, but, but I guess, but the main thing he got worked on was them goddamn lips. I guess he won't let them young lips go. Cause I like, what's a puff? It's a puffy ass lips, man. Yeah. Wow! Oh, oh, yeah. This is this is for the ladies out there trying to get a BBL. Look, your glutes are one of the few muscles that aren't based on your genetics, so you actually can grow it naturally. Thank you yes. for sharing. I, I, I know some personal wrong. trainers too. Like, but yeah, but your glutes are actually that one of the easiest muscles to build in your entire body. Squats, lunges. But yeah, man. But yeah, man. Like. <laughs> It's a high movie theater for me. This was a huge surprise for me to see at the theater. And like everything about the movie I love. I really didn't like the like the cast like that, but it was they were there for really a plot device. Also, one thing I gotta add, how come in every goddamn movie when there's an impossible mission? They gotta put a tiny, a big ass missile in a tiny ass hole. Ever since Star Wars, the, <laughs> the, whole, the whole time they were, the whole time they were going through the mission, I'm like, this is this is the fucking this is the fucking uh Death Star run. I and then, it, yeah. and then, and then he was like, "Don't think, just do." I was, just, I'm, I was just imagining Iceman saying, "Use the force, Tom." Like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> no, you mean Goose saying, "Use yeah, the Goose. force to, yeah, to root. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 the Maverick, no, the Maverick. I was just expecting, talk to me, Goose. I was just imagining just a disembodied voice. 
Use the force, Maverick. <laughs> okay, why would you think that for Maverick? Because his laser sighting worked. Goose's, no, but just, uh, roosters didn't. I'm just saying the whole time, I was just like, I know these motherfuckers did not just use Star Wars. And why Don't does that goose voice sound like an old slave? Because what go go watch go watch Obi Wan from back in the day. He sounds like that. And then um and then Tom Cruise saying think um um wait, what did you say, Robbie? No, he, the, said, uh, he said do uh, don't think don't or something think, like that. Don't think, just do. Which was funny because after uh uh when Rooster was shut down, shot down, he was he was he's like, What are you doing here, Rooster? You're supposed, to be at, <laughs> you're supposed to be at base. And he's like, You told me not to think. He was like, What were you thinking? And he said, You told me not to think. And it's like touche, nigga, touche. I would have the third act. I would have punched him and said smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the third act really was really was Mission Impossible. I was waiting for the um, I was waiting for the the the. the, 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 the. But I oh, think yeah, the armor saved the day so many yeah. times in that third act. In real life, they would have been man. Yeah, <laughs> but but like I will say one more th- thing. That music we didn't we didn't talk about the music. That music was dope. Like I mean, look who they had. They had they had, they had, Zimmer, they had Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga singing that outro song. Um, which was perfect, by the way. That last shot it was beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, but yeah, you were going on with your view, Jason. I mean, this movie was great. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was great. Like I said, one another problem I had was just every every pilot film does this, and I'm like. Not everything has to be the Death Star run, but Blame I got George over. Lucas. Yeah, yeah, Lame Door Lucas. But I got over it because this movie was really exciting, and I really loved the fact that the whole that the the main mission was actually woven into the story perfectly. Because I was like, now they have a now there is a there is a reason for the mission after them getting out of Top Gun School instead of them just saying, "Oh yeah, we got to fly jets." So, and of course, you know, they weren't going to like, you know, try to make an, a recognizable enemy. We just had to put in our minds that that could be any any country because they know it would not be a good, smart idea to put a name behind the enemy. I thought it was Russia, enemy. but hey. I thought it was like, like I thought it was like some, something European. But, Czechoslovakia or something. But they put it in our brain, but... They let, left our brains to interpret who the enemy was. And well, it's, like thing, Irwin, it's like what Erwin said in Attack on Titan. Who was the enemy? And I yeah. ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Boy, I was with Miles when that pilot did that did that cool-ass break move. Miles was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, bro, what the fuck? If I, if I, if I, was, um, if I was Goose, I'm not Goose. He did. R.I.P. Rooster. But, uh, if I was Rooster, I would, I would have told Maverick, "Hey, he doing some shit I ain't never seen before. We gotta get up out of here." <laughs> Honestly, you want to know what I was expecting uh, Maverick to say when he did that? What? Son of a bitch stole my move. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. But yeah, man. To end it off, it's a very high movie theater for me. I really enjoyed this movie. But uh, according, what you think about this movie? Okay, give me the rating one more time. 
Okay, I'm about to put these up. Yeah, uh, you gotta write got, this shit down. Okay, <laughs> fuck you is not fuck you is not really a rating. It, it's only rating when we this thing that's, that's a zero dog shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, that, that, that's a flat out zero. <laughs> then you so the rating start the rating start at it's salty F-U, salty. No, no, don't incorporate fu. Fu is really not part of ratings. <laughs> it, it just if I really hate a film, but uh, you got salty store bought buttery. Movie theater and gourmet. Um, so salty store bought buttery movie theater. I go with buttery. I go with buttery. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry, high buttery. Um, the cinematography <laughs> was great. Um, it's more of a man's man. This this wasn't for women. Like it wasn't targeted towards us. This is a man's man movie, kind of like the first one, and that's fine. Um, like I said, I didn't identify much with the first one either. So I think this is more for those warheads, military, you know, that know this lingo. And at the end of the day, this movie, the first one was a buddy love. This one was a redemption story. It was about Maverick, who is still an immature asshole at 55, redeeming himself. You know, he let down Goose. He, he's let down a lot of people. He's let down himself. He has to prove, okay, I'm more than what they think of me. Just a fuck up and a screw up and somebody who Iceman covers my ass for the past 30, 30 years. But um, so I love, you know, the theme was there. I appreciated it. There was much better acting from Tom Cruise in this movie than the last one. His character is very likable. Um, but, you know, this the story could have been stronger and like, and like they could have went there emotionally, but I think because it is a man's man film directed towards men, we didn't want we wanted we didn't want any teary eyes in the house and i i, I think they should have went for it like we could have capped somebody you know just even if it was maverick if that was too much for the audience okay you know somebody could have got capped because in real life all 12 of them wouldn't have made it home and it's like the whole training they prepared them for look you're probably gonna die and then nobody dies what kind of payoff is that but i mean what? i'm fine with it either way it, well, it was six of them, but well, to be honest, <laughs> well, to be honest, to be honest, there's not that many. There's not like dogfight deaths. It's it's not as many as you would think. Like, like I don't think they lose that many in dogfights. Okay, uh, so here's the thing. I don't know that, but the writers do. They made it seem like this was a suicide mission. Even the guy John Hamm, even he was like, in his mind, wasn't nobody coming back. Tom Cruise was the only optimistic person. Everybody else was like, we know what we signed up for. We probably going to die. Tom Cruise was the only one that was like, we might can survive this, you know, but so I'm doing off what the writers put out there. They put it out there like, y'all probably not coming back. Call your mama, you know. Well, I mean, there was a death in the movie. It was the death of the baby oil because there wasn't much baby oil in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) probably if i had watched the first one first i would have appreciated the gems and you know the certain little scenes and things more but i hadn't so it probably would have i probably, it probably would have bumped up a level for me if i had seen the first one first but just as a woman you know the story there was a storyline there there was some kind of love story there um kind of but really it was a redemption story so the cinematography was a1 um but just you know it wasn't enough emotion for me that's my only gripe so okay so you agree with me a little bit they should have developed the uh 
Phoenix Rooster love story just a tad, right? No, I don't. In fact, like I said, what? Um, I don't think he needed a love story because, okay. Man, you well, all over the place. I am there. Okay. <laughs> like, First of all, so Phoenix was going to be. Had this, and <laughs> It wasn't a baby oil, goddammit. I didn't say shit on the baby oil. I'm just saying the emotion I felt like was lacking a little bit in that first one, most definitely, because it was all about the Jets. You know, this is a man's man movie, and man's man's, man's movies oil. don't care about emotion. So, I mean, you know, there was a storyline there of redemption. He needed it because he immature as fuck to be pushing 60. Like, sir, you can almost get Medicare. When are you going to grow up? But, um... <laughs> Medicaid. Oh, <laughs> not Medicare. You're right. You can Medicare. get Medicare. So it's Medicare. You're right. Yeah. So I mean, he's too old to be acting like this still, but he's a baby. He's a giant baby. So this love story didn't grow him up. I mean, it wasn't strong enough to. So it he pretty much redeemed himself off of the strength of Goose's son. And if we would have got sidetracked with Goose, not Goose, yeah, Goose's son. And if we would have got sidetracked with some love story, Rooster isn't here for that. Like Maverick is here to redeem himself. Rooster is here to prove himself. No time for love. So, you know, uh, that's just my thoughts. Okay, valid points, valid points. Would Why you like to Phoenix, though, who is, I'm thinking, obvious lesbian? How? Y'all didn't get that vibe? No. no. Like, you in a house <laughs> not, full of fine motherfuckers. Like, come on now, them men's look no, good. I just feel like she's just a tomboy. I don't think she was checking for none of them. She was clearly checking for Rooster, like I said at the beginning. Sir, sir, this is from a woman. You mean to tell me I'm up in here with Wingman fine big ass, Lawrence fine big ass, and I'm looking at Ready Player One? I think the think the not. Why? <laughs> look, is it because different strokes for different folks? Staff, I don't, like, I don't go into a place and pull every chick just because I'm buff. <laughs> Like <laughs> shit. I'm baby. just saying you got all this eye candy and I'm looking at rooster. It's because the baby girl wasn't involved, man. <laughs> it's because she gay. Ain't no shame in that. Why no. she gotta be gay though? Cause she is, is she in the navy. Okay, either she's an extreme tomboy, blind yeah, and gay. She okay, because she wasn't checking for none of them. I mean, but I, I didn't get I didn't get gay. I didn't get gay vibes from her. I just like but you got straight, like so you got straight. I got tomboy. Like I know plenty of women that are not that are tomboy. They ain't gay. <laughs> like, right. I mean, I get it. Tomboy's one thing, you know, but I just I didn't see her doing interest to anybody. You act like she got screen. I literally push it. Like I like, never said anything like that. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying oh how God. you get gay. That's like being a squirrel in a house full of nuts and you just chilling. Like she yeah. wasn't checking for nobody. That that analogy makes no sense, but I said what I said. I, I, good 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 points. Uh Robbie. <laughs> But y'all will take Adam saying that her and Bob should have got there. Who did you say she should have got with? Rooster with Rooster. Not Bob. I said Rooster. The second least attractive man here, for sure. Man, come on. You just saying that because the poem must have because he wasn't oiled up. Maybe I am. The stash was terrible, but still. Honestly, the only person I think can really pull off a mustache is Tom Scared. Who was in the original Top Gun, by the way. Yeah. All right. 
Robbie, what's what's your analysis of this movie? I personally really love this film. Big step, um, big step up from the first one. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the cinematography. I'll talk about that in literally almost every movie <laughs> we talk about. So, um, music was great. No surprise, it's Hans Zimmer and Lady Gaga, and I think there was another one. Sorry, I forgot your name. Um, I thought um, I really loved the performances, even though I didn't really connect with the um, with the other pilots. I really didn't need to because they were their presence alone there. I just thought added some emotional weight because of the fact that they're actually going on a suicide mission. I also um, think they do a really good job of balancing the humor with all with the um, with the with all the heaviness in the film. And I thought they, I thought to me, I thought that was the uh, the best emotion. I thought for emotionally, they did the best job job in the script. <clears throat> I also, um, I do kind of like the callbacks between like um, Goose and Maverick's relationship from the first one. Um, I do, I do like the fact that um, that rooster that rooster's uh, motivation for dis for really disliking uh, you know Maverick was different from what I got from the trailer. So I thought, oh yeah, I'm mad because I blame you for my dad's death. Oh come on. You know, I didn't want to see that. So I actually thought I'm actually glad it was something a little more, I guess, authentic, I'll say. Yeah. Um, I did think that the third, even though I love the third act, I thought it was a little much because it did. It really did turn into Mission Impossible in the, in the third act when they were escaping <laughs> the base and everything. And as entertaining as it was, I thought it looked great. I thought it was a, I thought it was a little much. But um, I do like the. Uh, I do like the fact that it, I was um, I do. I love that how it was very suspenseful because I love I really love how um, um, it kept me on the edge of the seat because it's like because I never really saw like a uh, an action film. film. I, we kind of take for granted that, you know, these people are getting killed and stuff, you know, but in this movie in Top Gun, it's like it's like, damn, like I actually felt like that I was in the plane with them, like Jason said earlier. Um I thought John Ham Ham, um, even though he really doesn't do really much in the movie, but just talks shit to to Maverick. Even though I I enjoy, every, I'm a sucker for John Ham. I think he's great in almost everything he's in, especially like movies like Baby Driver. Million Dollar Arm. Oh my gosh. Hmm? Million Dollar Arm. That's why I recognize him from. John Ham. Yeah, he was the coach in Million Dollar Arm, who taught the two Indian boys to play uh, Major League Baseball. Oh. I mean, I, I know him from SNL, but you know, he's also uh, he was also in Mad Men. Yeah. Um, he's in he's in all kinds of movies. I mean, he's right. he wanted I to think, play. He's, he's been wanting to play Batman for years. No, <laughs> he in Baby I'm Driver really... too, or something like that. He I think was, he was Baby yeah, Driver, he was my favorite yeah. character in Baby Driver, actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah, I lo yeah, John Hamm is is great. I'm, I like almost everything he's in, and also um, you know, like I. I really don't have any any other really gripes with him. Yeah, it's a yeah, it is kind of weird that that Maverick is a fifty five year old captain. I think that's a little that is a little weird, <laughs> but um, but I lo I really love this uh, love this movie. I thought from start to finish, I enjoyed every minute of it. I also <laughs> thought I also thought it was edited pretty well too. Like edited it was, to perfection. Yes, yeah, it was it was incredible. I I do believe this movie is going to get a lot of Oscar nominees next year. You think so? Oh yeah, cinematography, editing, like music. Yeah. It's gonna be the, it's yeah, gonna it, be the Dune of, of, of next year's Oscar. Yeah, Dune gonna, was nominated for everything. This yeah, be nominated. Yeah. Mm. I will well, say, you know. I would say that it would be nominated for best direct, maybe best director, because I thought it was directed very well. It was a very well crafted film. It was structured damn near perfectly. Like if I were to grade it, I'd I'd probably get it up, give it. A, I want to say. 
Um, I'm gonna give it a low gourmet. I don't want to like Ooh. give it like overly gourmet. I'm gonna give it a low, a low gourmet, like somewhere between like high movie theater and low gourmet. So that's the ballpark that I'm going for. So, okay. you know, I love this. Well, film. Nobody I felt like there was anything lacking from the actual story. Like jets aside. Well, let let me get to my part of the review and I'll I'll share some of well, that. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's <laughs> well, like I said, I guess reason why I gave movies so high is because, like. It benefits from the first one being so goddamn immature, so mm-hmm. much baby oil. But it it um it benefits from the movie being so mature because that's because the, because even the story itself, the, the way the story structure is more mature. Because like I said, in the first one, we were in we were in school these motherfuckers, and I'm like, oh shit. Uh Iceman Top Gun. They said, Well, y'all, we gotta go on a mission. Like, yeah, they why? were yeah, in the first one they were they were training to 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 um to uh they were training for the um training for uh to be pilots, like to be pilots. Yeah. For, but in the and second they, one, they in the second one they, you know, they were they were training being, for a mission, like yeah, an impossible makes a lot mission. More sense. So, and I really and didn't the, need to be need to connect with all the characters. I honestly in a way I kind of, I really kind of more connected to them through when they were actually in the air, to be honest, when they were trained. Okay. So yeah, I kind of didn't, you know. And then the dialogue made like what story there is better because in the first movie, the dialogue <laughs> sucks. The <Well>. dialogue, <laughs> you tag him, I fry him. <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm like, <laughs> like, so I, 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 I mean, um, though, what was it? Was it? The fact was the dialogue really all that much better, or was the acting just a hell of a lot no, better? Because that, no, in, in the, the first Top Gun, that acting was bad. Man. Like it literally, the only person who was good was Tom Scarrett and Michael Ironside. He, even but, Tom Cruise acting was shit. Michael Ironside, he was in. Uh, yeah, he was yeah. in the first one. Yeah, yeah. He was, oh damn! Y'all uh, yeah, know who Michael Ironside voices, right? Dark side. Dark side. Dark side. Yeah, yeah. From the anime yeah, series. But like I say, the like the dialogue is way better in this movie because the first movie just a bunch of cliche dialogue. Mm-hmm. It had probably two good lines from that first movie, but from this movie, I actually felt the emotion from these characters. Mm-hmm. Like, like when she asked about his mom, that was good. Di- like that scene had good dialogue. She was like, "Why does you know?" It wasn't overly wordy, but you got what he was saying. She was like, "Does Rooster know that?" And he was like. He already resents me. I don't need him to resent her too. It said a lot without saying a lot. It didn't go like super cheesy, like, oh, well, it was her last dying wish. You know, it said a lot without saying a lot. So I can tell between the first movie and this one, they were more careful with dialogue. However, I can't give them a pass because it's a man's man's movie because there is not a sports film that I've ever seen that didn't bring it home with the storyline and emotion. Remember the Titans? I'm just saying, like, you can still have manly shit going on and bring that script home emotionally. And I just felt like this film didn't fully do that. It felt like they were holding back. Well, I, I think, think I love the scene where um where Maverick was with um uh, was with Penny in the in the bed when he was saying, you know, when he was saying um when she was asked, wait, does does uh does Rooster know that um that um that it was your mom your mom's um la- it was um his mom's his mom wish, yeah. Yeah, but he's like he's like, no, he doesn't know. I mean, he already resents me. Why should he resent his own mom when he's an orphan? 
Yeah. You know, I thought that was just very, I just thought that yeah. was handled well. I, just, I, also thought, I thought the pacing in this movie was great too. It didn't feel slow yeah. at all. I mean, even though the movie, it, I didn't really feel the runtime or anything like that. I just, I was like engaged the whole, the whole way waiting to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. And yeah. also, I guess reason why I'm like, people think that somebody always has to die in a movie to get emotional. Not weight. die. I mean, damn. I'm not the Grim Reaper. I don't feel like no, somebody but, has to die, but like they were but, holding back. I don't think they were holding back because, like, it'd be di- like because the stakes were still high, and I don't think nobody had to die be- because, like, pilots, pilots, they really don't really die as often because unless, like, unless you've seen the first movie where they just at first like, oh, they're alive. Unless your cockpit get hit, you're going to be fine because you can eject. So, like when when people when they didn't die for like man, that's kind of cheap. But then I thought about like, but then again, not many pit, more infantry soldiers die, more ground yeah. soldiers die than pilots. But we're like, going because, off with the information the writers gave us, and they made it seem like it was a suicide what? mission. No, they said it was a suicide mission because they weren't properly trained to do it. But right. Maverick trained them proper, like that's why it was attention to detail to that because they made they made sure that Maverick brought them to speed because they performed the mission to a T. Only time it got messed up was when Maverick sacrificed or tried to kind of sacrifice himself. But they got the wing and not the cockpit. When you don't get the cockpit, he alive and he alive. And Tom Cruise said, "I ain't dying. This is my movie. I'm the star. I ain't dying." Miles Taylor, yeah. like, I ain't dying because I was in Ready Player One. Every, all the nerds said, shut your bitch ass up. Ready well, wait, was he good. in Ready Player One? He was literally the main character. No, he no, wasn't. That's, uh, that's, uh, no, he was Angela, not. Angela, if that ain't him, they are twinning. They, it's someone <laughs> who looks quite a bit like him, but I'm like, Miles Teller was not in Ready no Player way. One. No way. You have to prove that because, baby, that is him. I, I'm 100%. I don't think sure he was. I'm about to say, he wasn't the man. I'm about to say, when he said well, main character, Sheridan. Yeah, what? I was about to say, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miles Teller wasn't even in that damn movie. <laughs> Are we talking about the same Ready Player One? Because that yes. is yeah, yeah, because yeah, even Courtney, I, I like, even no. she got me kind of like, wait, 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 even she got me like, wait, hold up, because what are you telling me, like Miles Teller in Ready Player One? I'm like, wait, he was. They oh, must man. have the same daddy because baby, <laughs> they do not look alike. Him and Ty Sherry do not look alike. Remember they do look alike, but yeah. When Chris Tucker was like, "Oh, I gotta look alike." Okay, this is one of those moments because they look. He looks, just he looks more like Ansel Elgort from oh. um, Baby Driver. That's what he looks no, like. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm well, anyways, can I get to my part yes, of the yes, review? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Adam. Sorry. Well, anyways, guys, for me, I'm gonna rate this a uh, a mid movie theater. It was really good, and uh, the y'all mentioned the whole cinematography thing, so I'm not going to really go into that. I'm going to just mention what I kind of really liked as far as uh, the characters and whatnot. I actually, that despite like what uh, some people may think, I actually think Rooster kind of looked at Maverick more as his dad than Goose, and I think that's actually why he was so upset about the whole Naval Academy thing, yeah. because he felt betrayed, and, and like I said, Goose was in the Navy, but he wasn't the one flying. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He yeah. he kind of was more similar to uh he, it, it seemed more like he was chasing after what Maverick was doing more so than than Goose. Right. And um, 
Also, I'm just going to put it out there. I like the fact that uh, Maverick is pretty much like how Tom Cruise is in real life. You know, he's still doing these dangerous ass stunts and shit. And he's in his mid fifties or whatnot. It's like, bro, yo, don't you think it's time to calm down on that? Never. You know what I mean? That's so I thought, I thought that that was pretty cool because to me, it was like Tom Cruise was basically playing himself. Hmm. You know what I mean? E even when it came to that little emotional scene where he was talking about, you know, like, oh yeah, explain that to his family. That that was kind of like when he had his little freak out about the whole COVID thing. You know what I mean? So that was pretty cool too. But I did have some like issues or whatnot. You know, one, I already mentioned the whole love interest thing. The other thing I also didn't like is the fact that none of them were ever outside of that academy, like as far as the uh, the candidates go or anything. I want to say in the original Top Gun, at least you got to see them, you know, go out and, and shit. You know what I mean? Well, okay. but but you didn't you didn't get to see any of them and, and it seemed like they were all just so damn serious all the time well you know I mean, what i mean but, but i mean in their defense they had to prepare for an impossible ass mission in three weeks no less and then yeah so it moved up to like weeks. a week yeah it moved yeah. up to two weeks so yeah so like i mean i let that slide because they kind of got to be serious because this is serious. <laughs> may, may I expected somebody to at least go out to dinner with somebody else or something. Nope. This isn't yeah. that. No emotion. <laughs> like, like, so that, that was also why I couldn't quite give it that, uh, you know, gourmet level or a high movie theater because yeah, man, like they, they could have done a little bit more with the dialogue. Cause you guys say like, you know, Oh, Hey, the dialogue was way better. Outside of you know a few cheesy corny lines or whatnot, it to me it was just better acting. They just they just delivered the shit a lot better. But as far as like oh hey this dialogue is way better, I didn't notice that. Damn. Like it it, it still seemed like the same stale shit from the first one. <laughs> Damn. And, I'm not, and, not. and at least in the first one they had more fun and you know they just didn't seem as stiff. You know what I mean? I agree. It wasn't a this movie is not like we like we've been saying, we're here for the Jets. Like it's not a dialogue driven film. It's action driven. So I mean, but people like you, people like me will notice, hey, there's not as much human interaction as there could be, or hey, there's not as much emotion as there could be. The Jets are nice and the little suspense scenes are good too, but it's lacking a little bit of human emotion. So I feel you on that. Right, so like that—that's just kind of my whole thing. I mean, the most emotionality was literally from characters you would have thought would have been flat as hell. I mean, the admiral, you know, John Hamm's character, um, I, what was his name, Cougar or whatnot, uh, Cobra, Cyclone. right? Um, Cyclone, Cyclone. Uh, hell, he showed more emotion than anybody uh, than any other candidates did, except for Rooster. Wait a minute, there is an unsung hero in this movie that nobody has mentioned. I don't know his name per se, but um, kind of thick black dude with the glasses. Oh, Hondo. His Hondo. Because yeah. he, brought the, he brought the emotion. He really Different emotions. He brought the funny. He brought the sad. He brought the serious. He brought the... He was kind of like the mom of the group. I hate to say it, but like, yeah. I, we didn't. Nobody talked about him, but he did play an important role in this film of making it human. 
And, and also, I, Hondo did seem like he was good at holding him down, you know, after, you know, the whole goose thing. It's like, you know, hey, Maverick ain't ever going to have a, another homeboy he bonds with. But, you know, he found that in Hondo. So I can give but, you that. Yeah. But also, also, I also appreciate they didn't add no scenes like them going out to dinner or whatnot. Because like I said... If I had to get get to sit through another two hour and forty minute movie just because we motherfuckers gonna have a dinner scene, I'd be like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" I mean, the movie was long anyway. They could have thrown something now. No, 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 because that would have added fifteen minutes to that movie. We were already there late. Only reason why I was still awake was because <laughs> for one thing, our crowd was actually fun. We had a fun crowd. Yo, like, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have too fun of a crowd because. Uh, you know, of the time I went, but uh, I'm glad y'all had fun with the crowd and everything. Cause I don't know, I'm, I I kind of missed that part. Dang! Well, hey, at least stop going to these. Man. I like the interactive man. crowd. I like my crowds. Hood. Yes. Clap. Boo. All that. <laughs> now, nah, see, my favorite clap clouds. My favorite crowds uh, are when you got you got Asian family. Hispanic family and that black family. My my first time seeing Doctor Strange, I will never forget it. When they were chasing what when Wanda was chasing them, you better run. Boy, and then and then white family, like, oh no, they killed Mr. Fantastic. It's okay, baby. They're gonna be fine. One after the other. <laughs> I'm like, well, guess they weren't that fine. Damn. But but yeah, I mean, I think like no, I think this rounds out to a to a movie theater. Yeah, it was yeah. like like I say, it was entertaining for sure. I was surprised because I was ready to nap, but um, it was good. Yeah. Well, good. yeah, well, yeah, we might not be talking about jets no more, but we're gonna be getting in the good old Starfighter and going to check up again with our good old friends. Well, I ain't gonna say it. I'm gonna let this man say it. I can see him in my mind's eye. Kenobi. Well, thank you, Darth Maul. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about episode three. Jay, did you uh, edit that? Uh, good old friend Blake Howell edited that for me. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna catch up our good old friend Kenobi on last episode. Episode two, Kenobi saved good old. Annoying, precocious as Princess Leia, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, we um we see Darth Vader at the very end of this episode. Yes. Yeah. Basically, and, at his peak. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know how peak you. I can. I don't know how peak you can be when you just a torso. But uh, right. But uh, we and see some nubs. He got some nubs. <laughs> he got some nubs. Pretty sure he ain't got no more. Pretty sure he ain't got his dick no more. That's probably why y'all all all mad because he got his dick cut off. But we saw that 
they're on Leia and Obi Wan is on the run, and now Darth Vader is after him. And oh boy, is Darth Vader after him? Oh, it was oh, yeah. a horror movie. Now, yeah, matter of fact, this, uh, he has a hard on for him. Oh, for hell yeah, boy! <laughs> like the thing I've loved about Obi Wan, this is the most dramatic show we've gotten out of these Disney Plus shows, really movies. Like you can really feel the drama with Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan, and even with a uh, good old James Earl Jones mm. reprising the role or the voice role of Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I one part I found was funny as hell. These stormtroopers still getting fucked up, boy. <laughs> I also love I love that in Star Wars Rebels when they mentioned that why the stormtroopers are so inferior to the clone troopers and why their armor is so terrible. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm so glad they actually finally mentioned that. I'm like, this makes no sense. What had the clones? What happened to y'all's armor? And why right. y'all can't hit? Why can't y'all hit a target? Right. The clones could hit shit. Yeah. But in Rebels, they actually explained it is that the stormtroopers, like most of the, actually, I think all the stormtroopers, they're not, they're actually not clones. They're just people that they kidnapped and they just got yeah. brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in in uh, episode uh, seven, they mentioned that that uh, yeah, that because and also I think it was because they wanted uh, better thinking uh, soldiers out in the field. That's the reason why they didn't use clones too, because well, uh, and the clones were brainwashed too. They had like chips right. in their brains, so they they so the clones like they really most of them they really well they really didn't have a choice. So I'm glad that Rebels and and in episode seven finally explained that. I'm like. How do you get go from the clones this badass armor where you could they could they couldn't miss to like <laughs> you're getting like basically a, a Cam Newton thirty percent accuracy? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but also, man, they they stay fucking these clones up. I mean, the clones they stay fucking these stormtroopers up because yeah. that scene when when uh, they were trying to get past that that um, the outpost. And oh, only yeah. one shot that clone. I'm like, oh, that's a nice session. God damn, he they, he he could cut his ass off with that laser. Yeah, but man, uh, also, but the the main thing I loved about this episode was my man. He a bad man. Darth Vader was my favorite part of this episode because. At first, it was one thing that they continued to do Darth Vader right. And there was one thing for him to be chasing Obi-Wan, but when he finally caught up to Obi-Wan, he said, oh, hey, bitch. Yeah, remember when you burned me? Let me go ahead and return the favor. Which, by the way, I thought Obi-Wan should have had it, had more burns like on his body. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on now. He was literally dragged through fire in the middle of the yeah. desert. No, shit. <laughs> Yeah, man. He was like, yeah, let me go ahead and I like my Obi-Wan extra crispy. <laughs> like, I really love how <laughs> I love how vicious he really was. Like when he said, You should have killed me when you had the chance. So now I'm gonna make yeah. you pay for it. He like he like, bitch, you cut my dick off. It's personal now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in, in all fairness though, he did leave him there to die. He just didn't want to kill him himself. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. Oh yeah, no. So Obi Wan did like because everybody's always like, "Oh, he let Darth Vader go." I'm like, "No, he left him there to die." Yeah. I also love yeah. the recap from the um from the first episode 
It did because I I literally just binge watched all three episodes today. Um, I love the recap they made before the series started, and I'm like, okay, cool. They're keeping us up to speed, and it's kind of taking a callback from the first one. And I must say, it, they must have done some like remastering for the visuals because they actually look so much better. And they I did. And I ain't gonna lie, boy, they would have tripped a lot of people because they would have saw the recap like, oh, this look pretty good. They would have came back. Oh, that was really shit. Right. It's like, well, that's the biggest fuck you I've ever seen. <laughs> but yeah, man, like I really love how Darth Vader, you could feel his presence throughout this whole series. Like when, like, um, I know we're talking about episode three. So I've literally just binge watched all three episodes, the first three episodes that were aired today. I've binge watched all three of them. And I love how when um, the Inquisitor, uh, um, I forgot her name, but basically Reva, the main Reva. Inquisitor who killed it's the Reva. grand one. Huh? It's Reva. Reva. Reva, Reva, Reva. When she says, oh, you didn't know. Yeah, Anakin is still alive. And you could actually see the fear in Kenobi's, in Kenobi's eyes. Like, Damn. I, th- I thought he I thought he burned to a crisp. Now I got to face this motherfucker again. <laughs> not- right. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Just me being a Star Wars nerd. They kind of they, they kind of making plot holes now because in the original set of movies, only three pe- only like a handful of people knew about Darth Vader being Anakin Skywalker. So when I heard that Reva said it, I'm like. Well, how would he tell her that? So I was like, well, no, 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 because remember, it it has been said in media that only a handful of people knew that Anakin was Darth Vader. And I was kind of it didn't it didn't like I was like, man, man, fuck this show. But I was thinking, why would he tell Reva that he's Anakin unless um, unless she snuck that information and knows. And even then, Darth Vader probably like. Darth Vader at the end of the show, he's going to be like, you know who I am. And you told Obi-Wan. Why you do that? But the thing is, though, remember what um, Darth Vader said to Reva when he was in the, when he was in on his, um, when he was in the throne, when he said, um, when he said, uh, I've been watching you. I know what you seek. I think he was in a way was he was threatening because remember he said, if you fail me, you will suffer the consequences. So basically he's like, man, I think, I always take it like Anakin probably thought, man, it don't matter who people think I am. I'll just kill you. No, it's not what? Anakin who cares. It's not Anakin who cares. It's Palpatine. That yeah, the Emperor. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's okay. the one. He he's the one who truly cares. So I really would have. I really feel like he would have had Reva killed if he if he she would have let that information go. Well, but like Jason, here's the thing though. I it it seems like Darth is a little bit closer to Reva than the other Inquisitors. But, you know, because but she's not even the next hole. up in line. And that's a plot hole. That's a I, huge, I, I, like, I, I'm like, just trying to, you know, mend the plot hole a little bit. But to me, he does seem to be a little bit closer to her because she's not even next up for Grand Inquisitor, and he already offered her that job. Oh, and also, fun fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, fun fact about um, that other Inquisitor in Episode 3. That's played by the same actor that plays Han in Fast and Furious. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's oh, Han. I thought he was um. I thought he was the guy who played uh, Hugo Strange in that in that goth that awful Gotham t- TV show. I thought no. that was him. Uh, no, not no, not the grand one that got killed. The Asian one. That's Han. Okay, I knew he looked familiar. I, I was like, I really thought it was BD Wong. 
Like I thought it was BD Wong, but I guess it was. But I guess it was on. I was wondering, but I guess it makes sense because BD Wong is really short. And Han's yeah. probably like, hey, hey, Robbie, let me stop you right there. Do not pull that whole all Asian people look alike thing. I did not even say a damn word about that. <laughs> BD Wong, have you seen BD Wong? He's it a was short, coming off he's that a short way. dude. Compared you know, to like, <laughs> no, I don't know how tall Han is, but he's a lot. But he's definitely a lot, a lot taller than BD Wong. That's who I thought he was at first, but I was like, oh, okay. So no. I, didn't, I did not. Yeah, because I was also going to mention that I'm like, nah, he's quite a bit taller than BD Wong. <laughs> yeah, no. like. I was, yeah, I didn't really notice until Jason mentioned it. That was hot. I was like, oh, okay, that actually makes more sense. I'm like, wait, did BD Wong get taller? <laughs> now I'm I'm going to say this. This is alluding to the to the second episode. The well, at the end of the first episode, I'm really trying to figure out how these motherfuckers could not catch a young Princess Leia because she was running slow as hell with them little baby oh, legs, yeah. man. <laughs> Damn, like she she was. She was stupid slow. <laughs> in the forest, I'm like, how can you not catch this little girl? <laughs> what the hell? But, like, back to the... Y'all are the, the worst bounty hunters I've ever seen. But back to the... Th- oh, and uh, also another fun, fun fact. Um, that was... What's it, um, the main bounty hunter? That was what's his name from the Foo Fighters. <laughs> really? really? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but but wow. he's also been he's also been doing a he's been um not the main guy not the main main guy but the uh but you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh but he's always been doing ho- uh, stuff in Hollywood. Um, apparently Ice Cube is gonna make a cameo in one of these episodes, so I'm waiting for that. Oh, I that's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Ice Cube in a Star Wars. I got hey, that. You, I gotta watch. You think you're gonna be related to Mace Windu? Huh? No, he ain't gonna be there. No goddamn way. I mean, he could. <laughs> Can you imagine nah, but, like, being being a Jedi? He's like, nah. he's like, it's Friday. I got all the games. Nah, I swear for God, if if they pull a if they pull a if they pull a good day line, I'm like, y'all some assholes. <laughs> nah, and well, no, it, no. it'd be fu- it'd be funny if uh he's up there like, yeah, man, they kicked me out of the Jedi temple. Cause they caught me stealing, I don't know, like spice. Like, man, you gotta be stupid to be fired on your day off. Right. <laughs> now I swear for God. That would be hilarious. I love Ice Cube, but Kathleen Kennedy, you were doing so well with these cameos because before you do cameos, have them do stupid shit. Have them do that stupid shit you want to, Kathleen. I'ma hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> but on to the third episode. Yeah. One thing I like about this episode is mainly Vader and how goddamn terrifying and the physicality of Vader. Because I told y'all, and what I say in that that in, in the um, last week's episode, the first meeting between Obi Wan and Vader, it ain't going to go too well. He's going to overpower Obi Wan, and he basically made Obi Wan his bitch this episode. Yeah, now, yeah, you did say that. You did call it. <laughs> yeah, because it, it they have like they're still trying to build up Vader to be this monster that we saw him as in the sequels in the in the original the trilogy. trilogy. Right now, at first. At first, I like I don't want to see no um no no Vader pre no Vader prequel with his rise to power. But after seeing him in this in that scene, oh, I want to see some more Vader and his rise to power. I want to see 
him go to planets and single-handedly conquer planets. I want to see that because this Vader here, he ain't fucking around. He ain't that Sanders course and it gets everywhere, Vader. Nah, he's that bow to me or you dying because I ain't going to lie. At first, when he was going through the one of the tensest scenes was when he was going through that little village. And he legit, oh, yeah, that was he, he legit pulled this man out of his home. You know how how badass you gotta be to pull a man out of his home through a window without even touching him, and then like, oh shit, he ain't know nothing. Then as soon as that sun came outside, I'm like, oh, 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 young fella, you should have just stayed your ass inside. And then he when he snapped his neck, I'm like, this man killing kids. He even I mean, do nothing. Not, I mean, that's not a surprise. He did that in Revenge of the Sith. No, right? but I'm, but, no, but I'm just saying, I didn't feel threatened by Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen's Anakin. I felt threatened by Vader because Vader is a monster. Vader is he's not human no more. He, he yeah, is not. He human. really is. A, he's he's more machine than man at this point. And, and like Blake and, on. and like Blake and Ryan said, I like this Vader more. Because he's broken, he is like he is a broken man. He like he like I lost love of my life. I lost lost my brother slash breast breast friend best friend, and I'm not even like I'm I'm hideous. So he is a yeah, broken man. My kids are, <laughs> and I can't make no more kids because I ain't got no dick. But but. He is a broken man, and he and he only thing he has right now is only thing he has left is anger. It's just anger, and you see all that anger on full display. When he finally sees Obi Wan, to be honest, he could have killed Obi Wan right then and there. He wants Obi-Wan, to make him suffer. Yeah, he wanted to make him suffer. Like, like you don't know, you don't know what I've been through, so you're gonna get a little taste of that. And I was like, mm, that sucks. That yeah, really honestly, sucks. Obi-Wan really should have been, had more burns on his skin. I mean, you, you could just see he had no burns at all. I'm like, really? Come no, on. Hey, that's the force, man. <laughs> that's the high midichlorian account, man. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, so you got to have lava to get through that shit. You didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but, man, and then Layla, of course, got captured again. I'm like, well, goddamn. Yeah, come to think of it, Leia does get captured all the time. Like even in the original movie, she right? Gets captured in almost every episode. But yeah, oh man, like uh, this is still right. This is still uh, this is still a buttery, right on a high buttery for me. It's still not. It still has falls in, in moments. Like it still falls in moments. Um, I don't really care for the other Inquisitors. I really only care about Reva. Always I mean, I like it's, set up, it's set up that way, really. Yeah, I mean, they I, only I really, really care for Reva. I mean, I only really cared about the other one because he's Han, and I like that actor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah, this 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 show's still going on strong. More than Boba it's also the it's also the most you could tell that they really they really heavily invested in this one compared to all the other ones, including Mandalorian. You could tell they really they really uh. They really heavily invested in this in this series. I oh, mean, yeah. you can just already tell. It just looks oh, yeah. it just looks better than all the others. Most definitely. Production design, um, 
you could tell like you know the actors that they paid and i think also i think kathleen kennedy wanted to do right by Ewan mcgregor because he loves that character so much oh no <laughs> funny story after the first movie he was really hyped like you know what this is going to be this is going to be the next renaissance after that first movie he like shit we gotta film two more <laughs> those were legit his words like shit we gotta do two more of these movies <laughs> so he always wanted to come back to do these movies because he knew that the first three he did were not good mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah man so, i'm it's funny that the um when they announced uh when they announced uh hey ask me the question kathleen ask you what ask me the question um, are you coming back as Obi Wan? Yes, <laughs> he was so excited. He was. He also said that on set when Hayden Christensen uh, showed up on set on set for the first time in on a Star Wars set in years. Like he said that everybody on, on set cheered and clapped for him. And, yeah. I also. No, oh, that was people, nice. Yeah. People talk about um. People talk about um. Talk about Hayden Christian like oh, like like um he had the worst. Now to be honest. The, um, the kid that played Baby Ant or, or Little Anakin, the first one. If you go back and watch some of his interviews, when they ask him what went wrong, man, shit, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know shit. I, I was there to do Star Wars, and I, and I don't know. Like he is really broken from from playing Little Anakin. Didn't he? What happened to him? Didn't something happen to him? I, I think he got really bad into drugs and shit. Honestly. Yeah, well, well I, I'm not going to wish that final cut. I don't know, but I just know that I don't. I saw I saw one interview with him, and that wrote like that movie broke him because he was just really, really sad and up and upset in that interview when somebody asked him about Star Wars. Yeah, he okay. So yeah, he's a uh, yeah. He's still he's still around. He's still um yeah. He he stopped acting. Um, in, in, he hasn't acted in 20 years. Yeah. Oh, really broken, man. but uh, yeah, that sounds guess, about right. But uh, what's y'all writing? Then we're gonna go on to the next topic, like for the series or the episode, just for the episode. Um, it's really, it's kind of, I just kind of watched it, so it's really fresh in my mind. Um, I'm, I'm gonna only say buttery for now. I may have a different opinion later on, but I'm only gonna say buttery just because. Um, you know, it just it still just feels like a continuation of just one movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's it's like I finished just I just finished watching it like a few hours ago. So, like I um, so it's really really fresh in my mind. Like I I didn't have time to like necessarily process it, especially when because I we had to go to another movie which we will talk about later. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I can't wait to get to that. But basically. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a buttery just because I don't, I do love the presence that Darth Vader has, and I suspect that is Hayden Christensen in the suit, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it. yeah, it's that's definitely got to be him. So, you know, I actually really his presence alone. I mean, the thing is, like, for him, even though I've in the past, I've given Hayden Christensen a lot of crap about his acting in the first two, in the first three Star Wars, you know, the Star Wars prequels, but in this one, just like he didn't even have to say anything, but his presence, presence, and his um. His look of anguish and anger alone, I just thought was very intimidating. Like when Obi Wan was um in the fields with a uh, with Leia, like, like looking at him from a distance, just kind of hallucinating, having PTSD of Anakin. And I'm like, dang, he actually looks kind of scary in that angle, <laughs> you know. So, um, 
I do like the fact that they're not going to be on that they're not on sand planets anymore. Or, well, at least not as much. So, um, no, I was about to say this episode they were pretty much on the sand planet. Well, I mean they were in the grass, like in the like they didn't just use sand like in like everywhere. I mean at least they they were at least in the city first, and then like they they actually traveled to like different regions. So actually, at least they got a little more creative this time. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so I'm just gonna give it a buttery for now, but it might it might change like later on once I I'll probably once I start I continue watching the series. So, but I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I do think it's my second favorite of the uh, Disney Plus stuff. I didn't even watch Boba Fett. I'm not even gonna talk about it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't don't. It's don't, bad. Don't, don't. Uh, bad. Episode. It was just mediocre, and I don't even I don't even feel like watching watching the rest of it. Um, but yeah. It's, We've all, so really, I've only seen like basically two Star Wars shows, and and Kenobi's like a close set to me is a second to Mandalorian. So okay, yeah. what about you, Adam? What, well, what you... I'm not gonna rate this episode because I only watched half of it, so I oh, feel like man. it's unfair for me to give it a rating. Well, tell us the things that you like, things you didn't like. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I I despite how. That knowing some of y'all find Leia, I actually like Leia's character. No, I don't think she's annoying. I just, it was just that one part. She was just, whoo. If I was Obi Wan and she kept on bad mouthing, the back talking to me like, motherfucker, I will give you back to them. You do realize that, right? Like, it, I, I can go back and go look at, go watch your brother. He was, at least he didn't talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I think she. Uh, I like her ingenuity too. You know, I, I mean, she uh, she's able to stay in character really well when they have these. You know, when they have to pretend to be somebody else and stuff. You know what I mean? And she even like winds up adding to it uh, to the lie a little bit more. You know, oh, uh, even that? covering to the point of even covering Obi Wan's ass. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Obi Wan, Obi Wan does fuck up and. I was watching. I wanted to get the clip, but I ran out of time. She even looked at me like, oh, "This motherfucker's stupid." <laughs> right, like this motherfucker called me Leia. <laughs> I also love the fact that um, how he how I thought the dialogue um for this part where he was in the back of that um back of that truck. I actually love the dialogue in that part. How it was like it was carefully crafted. Where he's like, when I look at her, like she reminds me of uh, you know, her mother. When he was really he would, but he. he he really meant what he was saying because he was referring to um, um, uh, Leia. No, no um, Leia. Padme. 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 Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was cool. So, so um, like, even though I, th- I do think it is, I do I did think it was kind of weird when uh she's like, "Are you my real dad?" And he's like, "I wish." I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, that's, that's kind of weird." What? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember him saying I wish. No, nah, he, he said I nah. wish. He yeah, he said I wish. That. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> I know and this, that's why he I, did I Anakin like that. Anakin stole his girl. And then I understood what he was saying, though. I understood what he was saying. He was basically protecting her from her real father. So I get yeah. it. I get what he was saying, but it, it's still just, it was kind of weird. I'm like, eh. all right, and guys. Then, and, hey, and that's why that ugly ass alien brought him to the outpost. Call CPS on this motherfucker, please. Well, guys, in all fairness, isn't Padme quite a bit older than Anakin? 
Yes, yes, I've always had a problem with that. Oh, yes. yeah. Wasn't she like 16 and he was like 10? 10, like yes. Eight. I think it was 8. I think it was 8. Well, she was but, twice. Uh, that's but weird. also, um, I forgot what I was saying. But I will give the, that little girl credit. They made a good job of making that little girl just like Yes. Just like Leia. She acts. She's smart like Leia. She, um, you already know someone's going to teach her how to shoot in these episodes. Right. Like, yeah, she um, offered to teach her how to shoot. Who was it? Who, uh, that chick. I, I don't know her name. But, oh, um, you know what? She, she's going to be the one to teach her to shoot. Yeah. She's but also, to to shoot. yeah. But back to Adam, uh, what things you liked and you didn't like, man? Oh, like, well, um, one thing I don't like is uh, Obi Wan's coming off as a bit of a bitch right now. That that's something that I don't. I mean, like. can you? I mean, can you blame? Can you blame him? Like, to be fair, he's Jedi be a hunted, and he like I don't like I want to watch all these kids, but I don't want to die. Hey, look, man, that shit with Anakin that happened years ago. Get the fuck over it. Well, no, well, and also, and also, to be fair, and he ain't dead. And and also, to be fair, when he first saw Anakin, he probably like that motherfucker looks scary, and he looks strong. Oh shit, he is strong. I need to run. I, well, that, that's that has a mild issue. I'm sorry, I don't want to say. <laughs> No, I was just saying that's that's my only issue is just Obi Wan's coming out uh, off as, as a bitch. But other than that, I mean, I don't really have any other complaints. And uh, also, I like uh, Leia's kinship with droids. Oh yeah, well, of course you know they had to put that in there just to because you know she had R two D two and C three PO. Well, she really had C three PO, which that I really want to know where the fuck they've been at for all these years. Now I think about it and. Kathleen Kennedy, just Kathleen Kennedy, just because I say that, I do not want the R two D two C three PO show. You better not do that shit. I don't think anybody's gonna watch that. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Star Wars fan, you'll be surprised. Remember, Star Wars fans watched that. um, Was it War for Endor bullshit that came out um, in the eighties? And that shit was horrible. But uh, moving on, 